It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Happy sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind Shoulda, woulda, coulda are the last words of a fool that's such big tunes, you know it? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I even looked at you. <laughs> what are you singing? <laughs> well, well, well. That makes sense because Sadiq didn't know any songs, oh. rarely any songs that I would ever sing. Um, That one, yeah. Um, but he's good with, like, knowledge of music, though. I think the listeners of this show would very much disagree with you. <laughs> That's Sadiq no songs. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, if you are, well, you are listening. It's me, uh, Kelechi, in the, the baby girl in the place to be. And you are watching slash listening to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, suck your mum. And I have a guest. We've met one brother, Sadiq. Now you meet my other brother, Dakwal. Hi guys. <laughs> that's, that, that's literally what Sadiq would say as well. Hi guys. How's everyone doing? <laughs> um anyway, so they haven't met you. So in the in the in, in explaining the structure, there's me, then there's you, then Sadiq. Yeah. Because you know, I'm always like, oh, that's my baby brother. And so you we are where you're my immediate younger brother. And what there's six years between us. Six years. Okay. Why, why are you surprised? Because you know, I've never actually calculated it. Like, you didn't? I haven't calculated it. Well, yeah, I've always known it's about six, seven. I thought, yeah. So you're turning into actually... daddy. Like, daddy doesn't know how old any of us are. <laughs> I just know roughly, yeah, you're a good couple of years older than me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's great to have you on the show. It, as I'm wrapping up what Say Your Mind is, um, moving on to doing my other thing on my website, I just thought it would be nice to for everybody to meet you because some people have seen you at like the live shows. Yeah. They've seen you what, at Sadler's. They saw you at the Barbican. Yeah. But that's it. They don't really know you. They know Sadiq. And I probably look like security half the time. <laughs> <laughs> just standing behind you and just watching. But yeah. Like if anybody wants to move mad. Please try it. <laughs> We're ready for you today. <laughs> no. So, no, I'm glad that we get to do this. I'm glad that you get to come on the show because I'm always like talking about oh how much my brothers mean to me, rah rah rah, and so it's good to have you join us. Oh, I was just looking, like I was flicking my hand about, and my new hand tattoos. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. When did you get that done? Um, on Friday. Okay. Was it her? More, that must be more painful because it's like there's more like dotting and more I don't yeah know. yeah but it's it's cool it, it was hand poked yeah that's what i meant so was it more painful than usually that how you get your other tattoos um i don't think so can you see that it's so beautiful well you can see this on tuesday because this comes out at 5 55 on youtube and 5 55 london time pm on youtube but i've got both of my hands done and it's just so pretty. Now, yeah, it's not more painful. It's weird. It's not more painful. 
but it's more intense mm. if that's a way to describe it but maybe it's because i'm having it done on my hand where you're you know like you're There's hitting bone. bone yeah yeah i've yeah. got some on my well yeah i've got some on my hand a little bit on my hand yeah and around these areas it really hurt because this where it was more bony and the needle was going more like felt like it was hitting the bone a bit more yeah so it did kind of hurt a little bit yeah so it did hurt a little <laughs> okay. bit more yeah um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I love this uh, design. I love it so much, but I don't know if I'd recommend her. Why? I just think that she's not good with timing. What? Oh, so what? She told you a certain how long it's going to take? It was just a whole fiasco. It was a whole (laughs) fiasco. So I messaged her in October and I was like, oh, I've seen these designs on your page and I I really want to get mine done. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I've wanted hand tattoo for ages. But one... um, a person I wanted to go to for the hand tattoo. They were basically like, your hands are wrinkly. So, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> like your hands are wrinkly, so I it just won't, you know, it can't really sit. But I was like, no, I'm sure that there is space to make what yeah. I want work. Our hands are literally the same. They're the same. <laughs> so I was just like, oh okay. Um, but I understood. I was like, all right, fine. And then then i saw her designs with all the hand poked stuff and i just thought yeah that's what Mm. i'm gonna do so i messaged her and i feel like where i fumbled was that i messaged her off my page okay so so she's seen the followers she's seen that's what i assume Mm -hmm. i could be wrong Mm -hmm. but the price that she quoted me for that for both of these was wild can you give us a little she said 800 just for that And even on the day when I snapped, because I paid a deposit and on the day she's like, oh, how much did I tell you it was going to be? Did I say like um, eight, eight fifty? I said, you're a man. Eight fifty. I would have backed out from the quote anyways, from when I heard that quote, because you've had tattoos before, right? So you should roughly know how much this is not at 800 pounds. Well, maybe because it's a different technique. I don't know. I've never but had I've got, that No, but I've before. had other techniques like Adam Sage. He did these ones. These are hand poked as well on my thumbs. Can't really see that. Well, I'm just trying to show the camera. But Adam Sage did my thumbs and and they're hand poked. And I did not pay that. But obviously this is a bigger design yeah, yeah, on, yeah, on the yeah, hand. Yeah, so yeah. it would have taken longer. So I get all of that. But I do feel like if one of you lot messaged her, and ask for the same design. I just don't know if she's going to tell you the, the price yeah. that she told me. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I also do not believe in pricing people's art for them. If you say that your art is 800, then your art is 800, isn't it? And it, like you say, it's either you want to pay it or, or you, you don't. don't. Yeah. But, but there'll be somebody that's willing to pay it. Yeah, but what does this dot, like, what does it mean anything? No. Like, it's just so, <laughs> it's just paid 800 pounds to just get some random... <laughs> I thought you had a meaning to it, to be honest, because if we're gonna pay eight hundred pounds, it better mean something. Something, not just like you just put some dots on me. But yeah, it looks nice. But I'm just saying. To me, I feel like it sim- it sim- symbolizes a flow of energy. That is not. She was just adding things. <laughs> yeah, oh, she was doing it. <laughs> she was like on her um, tablet, and she was just like moving dots around, and she was just like, "Okay, we've got your design. I think this will be great." And then as we were doing it, she had to like shift certain things because she didn't want to like hit a wrinkly knuckle so she like move things around but i'm super super happy with the design i just feel like there was that instance where it's like okay i messaged her from my page and she's gone boom this is the price but i thought i really want it so i'm not going to price somebody's art for them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. fine cool 
all I need is a deposit of 150. I was like, all right, cool. Here's your deposit of 150. And she said she's got the 8th of December free. So I was like, all right, cool. We're doing the 8th of December. And then I noticed on the 7th of December that I have not received a time that we will be mm-hmm. doing this thing. Yeah. So I've messaged her and I've gone, I've I've just realized that our thing is tomorrow. I, you know, um, I've just realized that our session is tomorrow. What time will it be? She messages me the next day. So on the 8th of December mm-hmm. and goes at 10, around 10 a.m. See you at 12.30, love. Okay. No, she said 12.30 it is. <laughs> I'm thinking... Oh, but we, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. But you, cause I was just going to be like, you know what? Actually just send my deposit back because I don't, I just thought it could not possibly be happening mm. because we have not had any discussions about what I want my thing to look yeah. like, what we'll be doing. None of that. Mm-hmm. So I get to the place, I get there at like 1225. Is it a studio or a house? It's or? a studio. So okay. she hires um, a studio space in okay. Shoreditch. Yeah. So I get to the studio now. And the receptionist is like, she's not here yet, but just make yourself comfortable. She'll be here soon. I don't think she arrives until like maybe 10 to 1. Wow. <laughs> and then when she gets in, she's very pretty, very stylish. She's cute, you know? What got me was like, there was no sorry I'm late because to her, I, and this is why I thought maybe it's a, a neurodivergence, like, mm. you know, something maybe she's on the spectrum in some way but you, you can't go around like <laughs> diagnosing people but i just do but i did think that because i'm like i understand that there's things such as like time blindness where people who are on the spectrum sometimes no. don't have a concept of time time yeah, yeah right so i just i thought kelechi calm down like so she walks in and she's like hi let me give you a hug and so i hug her <laughs> and i'm like okay and she's like oh I need to get myself ready. Mm. And then she starts having a whole conversation with the receptionist girl. They're talking about other things. She goes and eats some food oh, in the wow. back. She goes, so I'm sitting there like gritting my teeth. And then she, and I thought to myself, you know what? I don't know how long it's going to take her, mm-hmm. but we should be done by like five. I've got um, dinner with a friend at seven. I think it was seven. Mm-hmm. Or like 7.15, I had dinner with a friend. So I thought it would give me enough time for me to go home because I was in a cream tracksuit. I'm like in a tracksuit today. Yeah. But I was in a cream tracksuit and I had my Crocs on. So I was dressed as if I was just coming to get a tattoo. And go I'm going to go home yeah, and then go and get ready. from somewhere to right, go. Right, mm-hmm. because I was like, I want to wear a shop mini skirt. I want to I want to, <laughs> do bits. You know, yeah. I want to serve a look for 100%. this dinner. And... Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll, we should be done. It'll be fine. She's eating food, having a chat. Then she comes through and she's like, oh, see, this is the design that I've worked out for you. I was thinking, how? Because you haven't seen my hands. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so she shows me and then I'm like, I don't like this bit. Can we move this and move this and move this? So then we finally got to what I like in terms of the design because I wanted more dots, whereas there's some that she does that's got like lines. Okay. So we've landed on what I wanted and we had to kind of improvise along the way as well. So all good. Um, and so, so this she, is going to be a unique design just for you as well. No ideally. One, hopefully, ideally. Okay, because you paid it. Because pounds. otherwise, if I see the next person with the design, <laughs> we now have to split the money. Money 100%. <laughs> because mate, how did you get here? <laughs> I made this up for me. Yeah. So like, no, no. Um, and so she starts and then she's like taking breaks. Of course, take breaks because it's a it's an intense yeah, yeah, task. Yeah, yeah. But she's going off for ages, um, then coming back. And then when we're getting... And 
you know, after a while, it just starts to irritate in mm-hmm. it. Like, cause it's just, I could, I could bear it. But then after a while, it just gets really stingy. Yeah, because you leave it alone, then you're coming Come back. back to it. Yeah, oh, it's just like, just get it over and done with. Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just get it done. 100%. Um, and so we're doing all of that. And then she goes, oh, I've got this flatmate who um, is going to come and um, do some video recording for me of this design. So you'll be, it'll take him about half an hour to get here, but we're almost done. These times there was only a little bit more to do. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I didn't even consent. You're making me pay 800 and then I'm also being a hand model. So <laughs> what are we really saying in this situation? Like you didn't go, oh, do you mind? mind yeah. But or... I just thought, you know what? I'm not in the mood to argue today. I've already used up my argument energy in the weeks prior. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, I don't, empty I don't, right I'm now. empty. I'm on empty. I don't want to argue with another person. Um, people don't like to see sense. Like, I just don't want to. So, um, so I'm just like, all right, whatever. Then we're still there an hour later because she's gone off. Because her, the person is not coming for a half an hour, she's gone off to do other things. And then mm. finally we finish. And then they start setting up, putting... Um, cloth here there everywhere these times i'm looking at the time thinking realistically with the way that traffic is mad at the moment mm-hmm. and there are train strikes today there is no point in me leaving shoreditch to go back to bermondsey to go and get changed to come back out again i'm already in shoreditch so yeah. it makes sense to go from here to um Wait. you know piccadilly or whatever so i was going to papa l's so it makes sense to just go from here and it was vexing me because i don't want to go for dinner and when I had a plan that I'm gonna look hot, I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna look spicy. I'm going in a freaking green <laughs> tracksuit with Crocs. Yeah, it's messed you up. Oh my god! And no makeup. Ooh. Oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And I kept saying to myself, "No, Colette, she's fine because your 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 friends, your people can see you as you are. It's fine." And I don't tend to wear makeup anyway. Like I'm yeah, not wearing like makeup that. today. But I just, I had a vision in my head of how I wanted to look for that particular 100%. dinner. You wanted to step up, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. And now I'm stepping out like what? <laughs> you just left your house. You just right. ran out of your house. And like I literally look like that mum that's struggling and dropping her son at the school gate. That's what I'm looking like. Oh, no, the, my saving grace was I was wearing Gucci socks. <laughs> <laughs> Helps you small. Yeah. Because then it looks intentional. Yeah. Like, this is style. I'm dropping style. Thank God for Kevin Morosky for getting me those Gucci socks. Because I had on a Gucci sock, so it offset the Crocs and the tracksuit. The tracksuit was cream. So also, that's giving, you know, opulence because who the fuck is wearing cream tracksuit in London? Mm-hmm. Like, like you're, how are you? You're going to be dirty. But, so... Those were my saving, and, and I'm I'm running to boots, trying to buy a little bit of concealer, trying to do buy a little uh, bit of eyebrow pencil, all because of this. And and I, there was a point where I was looking, and I was just really getting irritated as I was setting up this thing so she could make a video. I thought she was like, put your hands like this, put your hands like this. It won't be much longer. I just want to get the right photos. I was like, I've got to go and pick up my son because I just want I need to say something. Something to you understand. Like, like, yeah, yeah but I have no son that I'm going to go and pick up because he's already been picked up mm-hmm. by the nanny. I'm like, oh, I need to go pick up my son, so I need to leave. She'll, she'll like oh we'll be done soon hour later we're still doing yeah yeah so i just thought you know what no i feel like i was priced because of my following yeah maybe and i also feel like there was no regard for my time i got there at 12 30 i did not leave until like maybe what 6 15 and then you had to be at that dinner for 7 7 15 oh and I got to the thing early anyway. So that's what gave me time to now run to Boots and just try and get a little bit of um, concealer. Something, just so I did it. Because I, I left the home like, oh, I'm bathed. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fresh. I'll just come back, 
you know, clean up my face again, you know, from being outside, yeah. wipe up my face and then bottom my outfit and I'm ready to go. No, mm. no. So I, I'm just knowing that I could have served a look and I was out in a cream tracksuit with Crocs <laughs> to go out to- Gucci oh, socks, Gucci socks, Gucci don't forget socks. that, but we tried. The Gucci socks <laughs> saved me. <laughs> Honestly. So, um, because I know that some of you might will see my hands at some point and be like, Kelechi, that's so beautiful. Please respect my privacy at this time. I do not want to share the name of the person. I like recommending people that I feel like I've gotten an overall great service from. Um, and that's not what I received. From so, yeah, yeah. So on this occasion, we'll just have to take that. The design came out beautifully. But no, maybe some of you, you might be like, Kalechi, I'm neurodivergent. And so I don't mind if her time is all over the place. Okay, you find her then. I will not be providing mm -hmm. those details. Um, you go and do that. <laughs> you go and do that. But um, so that's been like my experience. But what I find really funny is that you were the first one to get tattoo. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was it like the day that mommy first saw? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Do you know, like I've been hiding my tattoo for like months now. So, where that was the one, the one I had on my waist. Can you tell us more about it? Well, I decided one day, <laughs> Dapo decided one day to wake up and go and get um a gun tattoo. <laughs> it's even weird saying it now, but yeah. I decided to go and get, I don't know what I was thinking at the time. I was, what? how old was I at the time? I think I was about 18. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was about 18. So yeah, I was just living this Peckham life. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, I just decided to go and get a gun tattooed on me. Do you know what it was? It was watching music videos. Not the, you blaming the music No, no, I'm gonna, blame, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna blame the music videos. I'm gonna blame YouTube, I'm sorry to say. Because I hadn't seen anyone walking around with a gun tattoo in my life till I watched YouTube. And these Americans and yeah, so yeah, it was because of them. It was because of videos. It was because of you. <laughs> yes. Can you understand? It you was Chicago you rappers. <laughs> it was because of you guys. Yeah, blame you lot. But yeah, so being in that sort of mindset and everything, I just decided one day to go and like, even my friend that was going went to go get Dream Chaser. I went to go get. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you were watching different music, music videos. Yeah, like. <laughs> Dream chaser gun, well, you know what I mean? Even then I should have thought, oh, maybe I should get something, but no. So anyway, yeah, so I've got that done. I'm happy with it, I'm just whatever. But I still remember I'm living with my mum my at the yeah. time. So I'm walking around with my top on, I'm making sure, I'm trying to, I'm keeping on top of it. <laughs> then one day I'm just having a conversation with her on the, um, by the bathroom, just yeah. talking. And then, you know how mommy is, she's talking, she's talking. So she just started stressing me. So I was like, oh, can you just leave me alone? And you raised your arm up. Yeah, <laughs> and my top went up. I just see her eyes <laughs> just look down. She started laughing and I'm thinking, why is this woman laughing? She said, this boy is going to kill me. <laughs> I remember you was in the room, I was in his room. Everybody, she just starts calling everybody out of their room. Guys, come and see this. Come and see where your brother has tattooed. I'm thinking, wow, where do I go to now? <laughs> She's just 
She even said that she's going to call Nigeria. I'm thinking, you call, you call, <laughs> what, what are they going to do? in Nigeria. What are they going to come and do? Do you know what I mean? They're going to get what? a flight. And come and deal with me or what? Oh, anyway, yeah. Let so. me tell If only Suella Braverman was around, I would have told her, immigration, immigration. <laughs> so, yeah, she just went off on one. And, yeah, I, can't, I will never forget that day because... That's the first time I thought, what did you actually do? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, she was even, it worth it? Yeah, was it worth it? Because she even says something like, oh, you couldn't even go and get mum. Do you know what I mean? And that is so, that is so typically her. Like, it's just about her. Yeah, she wanted to make it about herself. <laughs> like, oh, mummy, I bought myself. No, you'll be wearing something cute. And she'll be like, oh, where did you buy that one? Oh, how, I bought it from here. Oh, how much was it? Um, It was on sale. Don't know how much was it? It was a price. Ah, so you can spend that money instead of giving that money to me. <laughs> and what <laughs> you know, what I mean, what? I thought she was actually going to be pissed that all in all, I got a tattoo, yeah. But the fact is, okay, it's what you got, and on top of that, you didn't even get mum as your first one. Like, usually, people get mum and stuff like that as their first tattoos. I was like, you know what, fair enough, fair enough. You know, what I mean, I even started lying. I said to her, I got it when I was 16. You haven't seen it for years. <laughs> These times it was quite like recent, recent a bit months. So yeah. I was like, yeah, but yeah, but I don't know. I don't know whether I want to cover it up or just. I mean, I think you make that choice as, as life goes on, but it is a part of your journey, isn't it? Like it's a part of your growth, your evolution, because now you're just like not in the lifestyle. So it's just like. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to have like my son did ask me what was that and i was just looking at him like that's true you know what i mean that's so true. i just kind of wanna i'll but find how, how do you, you cover up a tattoo of a gun like on you your waist even, on your waist are <laughs> like, you gonna draw a telly tubby on top of me like what? Or a star or, or what what do you do <laughs> dream chaser <laughs> yeah finally dream chaser like or what the hell put one quote there i don't know what to do i don't know but I, yeah i'll figure something out I'll yeah. something out. That's why I've tried to balance it out with like a skull on your wrist. Yeah, but then I've got an angel on the other. So do you know what I mean? Good and bad. Do you know what I mean? I've tried. <laughs> I've tried to help myself in some sort of way. <laughs> Don't want to look like one demon. Oh, <laughs> uh, talking of demons, when mummy sees this, she's gonna lose it. Because I feel like you got you got a tattoo, you got tattoos, and then Sadiq. He hasn't got uh, one. He has. Has he got one? Yeah. Where? I think on his rib. What's he got? Um, what year was he born? Uh, he's got the year, his birth year. And that's one thing I don't like about people getting tattoos. I don't what? like people getting their initials and the, the date of birth. Why? Because are you going to forget one of these things? <laughs> and even if you do, I'm sure you've got a birth certificate, passport, something's going to remind you. Like, oh, what's my date of birth? <laughs> Oh yeah, 994. <laughs> Sorry guys, I just almost completely forgot. You know I mean? If I didn't check yeah. my waist, I oh, would what's not. Your, oh, what's your name? Um, yeah, Dapper Belogan. I got it, got it tatted. Like those sort of tats. Okay, I've got a gun, whatever. But <laughs> the people that's got those sort of stuff. If I knew he's got that, I would have said something to him. That's what you actually went to go and get your year you was born on you. But oh, okay. now I've baited him up. <laughs> no, we're gonna have words, but I never knew that. I think I think that's what he's got. I think it's his year of birth. I think so. must have got it on holiday somewhere. I think so. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, if you're going to get a tattoo, get it somewhere like LA where them uh, tattoo artists are on a madness. Yeah. Like they're so talented. And so, those are the right people that are paying like 800 pounds. 
Because like deposit what you put down is for like a, an hour session. Yeah. 150 pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like an hour session. So it was it was mad. <laughs> but I think she was also making up for the fact that she knew she was gonna drag out my day. Because mm-hmm. if we're thinking about from 10 from 12:30 till six something when I've left, if you put it per hour, she's charged me for every for hour, hour. she knew she was gonna drag out. Yeah. <clears throat> but so, again, that's her. Maybe that's just So my wife just got one. Sadiq said. Uh, right. He'll be like, what? <laughs> we know. I think it's different for us when we're talking about him. We we just use the name we've always used yeah, for him, cool, but yeah. he prefers Sadiq. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he's got one. He's so Pisces in that he's so secretive. So I don't even know. Not even that he's secretive. He's just got a private life. Yeah, that, very private. So I just, <laughs> very so private. just don't know. Like his phone's on do not disturb. Like... If you get him, you get him. If you don't, you don't. And then when you call him and you get through to him and you find out what he was doing, it's like, so you don't want to speak because you're watching the Netflix something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just listening to music. So you don't want to speak. Yeah, I was like, okay. (laughs) All right, then no problem. Fair enough. All right, enjoy. (laughs) So I'm just so used to like just sending him voice notes now. I don't even try to call him because there's literally no point. Like, no point. And this thing is, I kind of started off everything. So I was the first to get my ears pierced. Yeah. My way went to go, Sadiq went to get his ears <laughs> You're pierced. just going to have to call him my way. He'll so deal with it. Sadiq went to go get his ears pierced. Mummy mm. hated me for that. Yeah. She's I like, think that she thinks that you're the instigator. Yeah, that like, instigator. You're the, bad, you're, the, you're the bad gang. And everyone was getting on to me for getting a tattoo. Now, look, everyone's getting tattoos. So. I think maybe that's what you had to do. You had to first be the one to like discombobulate <laughs> Get, her. Yeah. And then everyone was like, well, that was already done it. So I don't see. But when it's me, she's like, Kilichi, I'm just so disappointed in you. I'm so disappointed in you because I thought that you and me, we were on the same page. <laughs> when Dapo, Ati, Mayowa, they were getting tattoos, you were the only one that I thought, ah, you agree with me. We don't like tattoos. We don't like, of course, you were doing your piercing, piercing. But I thought we agree that we don't like tattoos. And now everywhere. <coughs> you got more than me. She was like, you even have more than the both of them combined. <laughs> I was like, when the spirit gets you. It gets you. Oh boy, boy. I'm due to get more. I just need to find time. Work has been dealing with me, as you can see. Like, I'm not looking at my <laughs> you, best. You were really know. stressed about being on camera. Yeah, because I was thinking, you didn't even give me no heads up the, the day before. You're telling me, yeah, the camera's going to be on. I'm thinking, I haven't even got a trim. I ain't done nothing. I've just been working like a dog all week. Please, sis, give me a, you know what I mean? But then you come back the next time. So the next time, I think it'll be good to have you and Sadiq on. It would be great if mummy could be here, but I don't even know if I've got the couch space. I'd have to move things around and I'd need to use no, my she can, camera. No, she can stand up. <laughs> mummy, stand. Yeah, you let her stand for she a She doesn't bit. even want to walk to Pekka. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or to the corner shop. No. Literally. Let me call Deborah so Deborah can go for me. Like, why Why do you have so many send outs? Why? She can find anyone to be her send out. There's a guy that was living on top of us. All of a sudden, he's coming to the house with shopping. And I'm thinking, how did you recruit this guy? Is there a full grown man? Yeah, is there job applications that you're putting out somewhere and making people sign to go do shopping for you? Task Rabbit could never. <laughs> she should develop her own app because she can really find people to just do any anything task, any for task. her. I don't know how she does it. And these people are going to Peckham to go and buy a leg of beef and cow foot for her. And then if they get it wrong, she will we'll send, send them, them back. back. <laughs> I need that kind of magic, Emma. I need that kind of magic, that kind of charisma oh, because God. I don't know how she does it because she does audacious things and I'm like, why are people acquiescing to your request? I don't like, know. This is mad. I don't know. How but yeah, when it. you have your trim, you can just come back. Yeah, definitely. Be prepared for the comeback because it's going to be great <laughs> because Jesus Christ, I'm really out here looking like a dog. <laughs> you look great. Oh, but thanks. we all have our personal standards. Like I said, going to dinner 
wearing a tracksuit with Crocs was was not on my yeah, yeah, list. Yeah, not you at all. No, no, <laughs> it was such a piss take. But when you ah, it's so irritating. You know that you want to wear mini skirt. You want to look cute. Yeah, and I'm doing tracksuit for baggy, them. A baggy, a <laughs> baggy, not even like a fitted tracksuit, a baggy free velour tracksuit with nothing, Crocs. Nothing that's helping you at all. Nothing, nothing. I just look shapeless. I just look like a marshmallow. <laughs> oh. oh God. But they've seen what you're working with anyway, so they know. They yeah, know, but know. you know, sometimes it feels like false advertising then when you're finally <laughs> there in person. Yeah, they're like, look, 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 croc girl. This is look. not what we've seen on Insta. <laughs> you know, so to balance it out, I have to quickly put the picture up of me on Insta in a gold dress from the other night. Cause like, guys, guys, I know how to dress. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I just had some issues that day, but I know how to dress. Um, but that was what else was I gonna? Um, I was gonna talk about the the new show that's gonna be behind a paywall, but I'll talk about that later. I just I'm looking forward to mm. finishing this podcast and moving on to what I want to do next because it's gonna be um on my website. You have to subscribe to it. I want to do more like daily. It'll feel more like a vlog. Yeah. Um. As opposed to like this, which is like more current affairs and pop culture. It will just be more chilled. Mm. And so I could talk about things because I want to talk about like, for instance, life after, you know, separation, divorce, all of that. Like just different things. But I just don't feel like the girlies should get that just in the public domain because mm. people are bad mind. Like they're very, even when you tell me that, oh, one of my friends was talking about you the other day. And I'm just like, how do your friends know who I am? <laughs> yeah. You are quite known out there. And I don't even know how people have associated you with me sometimes, but some people know, and I just I just wow. go, go on with it. Like, yeah, that's my sister. Sometimes I feel like, do I deny it in this moment? <laughs> you know I mean? Because I don't know where you're coming with this. That's it. Because you know if, if you haven't landed, do we need to have this conversation? Yeah, if someone says, oh, it's Kelechi, your sister, I'm thinking. <laughs> um, Yeah. Oh, do I, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. First, I don't even want to ask why, but when you've asked why, you've already kind of said yes, because yeah. if she wasn't your sister, you'd just kind of say no. <laughs> no so yeah. for me to say why, I've really... So, but yeah. But some people are just like, oh, yeah, she's lovely and this and stuff like that. I don't think anyone's going to come up to me with any hateful remarks because I don't think that would be smart. I would Not saying I'm going to, you know, but I'm just saying it's just, I'm not the person you're going to come... Disclaimer. Yeah, that you're going to come and start talking about my sister anyhow. But, yeah. Yes, but more time if anyone asks you, it's just to say, oh, yeah, I love your sister, this and that. Like She's that. very outspoken and stuff like that. Some of them have tried to give me tips to give to you. But I said... You... What kind of tips? Oh, no, no. I think someone did tell me that, oh, she, you need to calm down a little bit. And I was like, yeah, just message her on Instagram. <laughs> just, yeah. You can DM her. Tell and her. you can tell her that, you know what I mean? And you can see how calm she will be with you. I don't, you know what I mean? I should tell my sister to calm down. All right. But I feel like it's weird because they don't see what it was like for us growing up. Like, they, what's mad is that they're meeting me in my calm era. The calmest. <laughs> the calmest. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm being real. <laughs> and I have to say this to people because the, what you're getting now, and if you think this is too much, Jesus Christ, man. I feel like it's been like a, like a major overhaul of like, of, or finding a way to use that immense energy that I have in a different 
better, more conducive way. Yeah. And it's not been an easy process. And I feel like sometimes maybe when I'm talking on a podcast solo or that people are just seeing me now and I don't post about you, don't post about Sadiq, don't post much anymore. Ever since like my platform started growing, I post less yeah, about, about family, family, right? Yeah. Um, and so they think that that's a like when it was the whole thing with like oh you know who's her partner she's with a white man like they were really making and I'm making a big deal and I'm like no I just generally don't post about my personal life because if I post and you say something wayward I'm going to want to beat you mm -hmm. up and you don't understand that I'm not saying that because I'm just saying it I will want to beat you up yep <laughs> um and I don't want to live that life. life and yeah trust me you can't just have seat like people can't say something and you just want to see them and obviously do stuff to them but like some of just how we are and how we reacted to stuff in life can bring that feeling out of us but yeah. not necessarily you want to continue to live your, that, that, your and life so you like have that, to so mitigate yeah. yourself like i don't want to do this and this is what's the hardest thing about being in the industry that you will now slowly be joining at some point is that people get to move mad because they can call the police mm -hmm. and it's just like we are in this industry you wouldn't do this in any other circumstance but because you know essentially my hands are tied mm -hmm. you're doing something that in any other circumstance i would grab you by the throat and i would hold on tight, <laughs> very, very tight. <laughs> so it's it's yeah I, but i'm i'm glad to be where i am now and where i feel like i'm moving more towards even in terms of like i'm definitely proud of you of how far you've come and how you handle stuff as well because like i did just said like i said if anyone knew you like maybe say five six years ago like yeah, yeah it would have been yeah they would have had <laughs> issues like you couldn't just say stuff to you and it would just be like you know what i mean now the way you shut down people is different from how you probably would have shut down people before. But yeah. I definitely give it, take my hat off to you. You've come a long way. Because at one point I used to be scared of you too. <laughs> so. Not you. No. Not you. I used to, I used to be like, oh, look, I ain't even going, you know, I ain't even saying nothing to sis. Boy, that's you. Getting myself in that. I get fucked up today. No way. You know what but I mean? But I think that even as um, siblings, we've come a long way together because yeah. it wasn't easy for us, like two people with the kind of energies that we have and 100%. what we and we've had to really build on it over the years. And and I feel like I I'm proud of you for how far you've come because now, like I can't even believe it. Like somebody will do something and you're just so gentle about it. You're just like yeah. And I think of how people know you in terms of reputation yeah. and that how you are now. What do you feel like was the changing? What What do you think like led to that? What was the point where you were just like, I just can't do this anymore? Do you know what? I started to realize, like, obviously I went away for mm. the time I went to prison. So during that time and sitting down and reflecting on my, on my life, I just come to realize like some of the stuff I was doing and behaving was for other people. Yeah. Naturally, I'm not even really like this. No, do you know no. what I mean? I've got lost in the behavior of, that's not me. So, yeah. like, just to survive and behaving like this, just so, like, let's say, like I said, I had the reputation for myself. So, just to live up, live up to that. Yeah. And then I just realized I don't even care. I don't even want to have problems with certain people. Like, I just, some things don't even bother me like that, but I have to act like they bother me yeah, because yeah. you expect it to be, for it to bother me. And I can't let certain, like, things 
And when people are coming up, they feel like they need to prove a point. And if you said that this is the baddest guy, like, I yeah. need to show that I can. And then your ego's like, you, you want to try me? And then it's back and forth. It's like a lot of proving. You're yeah, proving, yeah. you're proving. And I realized, like, you're going to be proving yourself for a long time because yeah. no matter what you do, someone's always going to try it. Someone's yeah. always going to say something. There's always someone who wants to test you yeah. and become you. Yeah, and take so, your spot. Yeah. So I just like, do you know what? I can't be bothered. And now, nowadays, it's just like, it is what it is. I don't have that energy in me no yeah. more because having that energy for so long is just overwhelming and yeah. you get lost in who you really are. And I'm kind of happy of who I am. Yeah. You can say that I'm a dickhead now. That's fine. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Call me a dickhead even more, please. Yeah. Times two. Like, yeah. yes, just say what you want. Have behavior how you want. Just as long as you're not, Full on disrespecting me and trying to put your hands on me or just like whatever, yeah, yeah. let it be. But I'm not getting drawn out like how I usually yeah, used to yeah. get drawn out. And it's just easy for me not to not care about what irrelevant people have to say because you can say what you're going to say, but you're not going to do nothing when you see me. You know, yeah. just as long as that's the case, say what you want, be how you want, just stay out of my way. Yeah. And I stay out of people's ways as well. And we just all live our lives now the way. I live my life the way I want to live it now. Because everyone's grown now as well. Like your friends are getting married, like all yeah. of the things. So like people that even would be on that back, everybody's lives have changed. Change. People have kids. Like, what are you really doing? I like, don't get it twisted. I've still got some of my friends that are in, the, in their 30s and still wanting to live that life. But that just goes to show me that I can't be associated with people yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Because yeah, yeah. in your 30s, you still want to have a street name. You still want to be amongst the street life. It's, no. Like you said, people are getting married. People are finding their careers. People yeah. are buying their houses. People are just, in a sense, my age mates are just cooling off now. And yeah, that's what it needs to be. <laughs> and I feel like it's true because, I, and I feel like when you know that in yourself, who you could be and who you have chosen to be, there is such power in that. And I feel like that's what gets me sometimes through when somebody is blatantly trying me. Like, especially in this podcasting world, you'll see somebody say something and you're like, Six years ago, I would take your, I would smash your, I would smash your <laughs> fucking jaw. Like, but now I've just got to give you a respect, a respectable yeah. silence. I've just got to do what needs to be done because I've got so much more, not even in terms of like uh, from a, a fear perspective of I've got so much to lose. No, I've got other things to actually gain. There's so yeah. much that I want to give out to life. And I think it's, I, I have those moments when I'm really proud of myself because I'm like, <laughs> This could have gone a different oh, way. Trust. Do you know how much times I laughed at myself? I'm like, oh, God, man. If only you knew. <laughs> only you knew. Oh, God. I literally laughed at myself. Even at work sometimes when someone oh. says something to me to test me, I just laugh. I just think, oh, God, you don't even know who you're even really speaking to. You know, oh, but. my God. <laughs> just, just carry on. It's okay. People get spicy. Trust you me. Get and you're like, it's only because we're in a professional setting because if you know Umzayams, Trust if you me. know Umzayams, I can quickly tell you to come outside and, and it'll be over, it'll be over really quickly. You know them back in the days, oh, come around the corner. Oh, yeah, let's go around the corner. <laughs> come around the corner. Trust me, you don't want, you don't want that these days. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like I'm glad of where, where we are because I think it's be, it was hard mm. and I feel like it was hard as well because I feel like mummy placed a lot of responsibility for you both on me. 100%. So like, I remember one night that was really, really like terrible and, you know, the police was there and everything and everything was happening. And then she was just like, see, if you'd raised your brothers better, this situation wouldn't be happening. And that really st stuck with me because I was just like, 
what? Like, how did it get to me? What? How, now, why am I? Now, why am I in it? See, I, I didn't even do nothing. Now, why am I in it? But I think that I've always felt like a responsibility for you, a responsibility for Sadiq. Um, and yeah, so I think it's been really, really kind of hard, like, you know, caring so much and feeling like the extra mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're all trying to navigate our own things. Yeah. And I feel like now it's, I'm so proud of like you just doing your thing and like not giving up and just, you know. It took a on. while, but I think everyone finds themselves when when they do but sometimes you need to find yourselves there quicker than yeah because some people are <laughs> nearing 60 yeah and, and you still, still haven't found yourself yeah. but yeah and like i said it was you being the way you are and obviously raising us and seeing you change and doing all of this because i remember like from growing up i just remember oh sis is doing um cadet she's doing kickboxing she's yeah. doing modeling there's acting there yeah. like You've been doing so much and you've never just not stopped and not did nothing. You've always tried to find things to do, man. Even if it didn't work out, it never put you down. You said, okay, on to the next, on to the next. And I just took that up in my life and thought, like, sis does it. Like, I shouldn't be afraid to try new things. Even if it don't work out, you can find something else and move on and something will eventually work out. Look how so much things has worked out for you because you took those chances. If you let the things shut you down and we just became more depressed and thought, okay, this is it. And just became more angry and stuff like that. We would have never got nowhere, but it's the fact that we've kept on taking chances in life to do things. Yeah. That's even made us more happier because we've accomplished things and that naturally helps our personality and helps our growth. Yeah. But I feel like, that's the reason why I've taken this opportunity to change and just because of watching you yeah. and Maya as well. Maya yeah. is just... He's that guy. Yeah. He's that guy. He's that guy. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he sometimes is my big bro. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and that's I, the energy he brings. I literally go to him. Like, I'll be sending him screenshots of me cussing people out and I'll be like, look at what they did. And you'll be like, no, sis, yeah. like, so I just wouldn't have given them that much energy. Oh, I just don't think that they deserve that kind definitely. of energy. So next time, let's not do that. Do that. <laughs> I was asked to go on Piers Morgan. I was asked to go on Piers Morgan's show last week or the week before. And I thought to myself, because of, you know, how much I've kind of grown in this industry. And I've always said to me, he's like the final boss of fuck, you know, of, of fuckers. Mm-hmm. Like one, one day I'm going to be on a debate with him and I'll flog him. Flog. I'll flog, flog him guy, well. And then the opportunity presented itself. And I looked at it and I was just like, I should do it because I don't feel like my book has been promoted in the way that it needs to be promoted. All of those things. I was thinking about all the technicalities as to what I, why I should do this, deal with him. And then, then my name is, you know, out there. I've dealt with him. I've done what I needed to do. But because I was dealing with other things as well with, you know, just like personal stuff and people just being disappointing as Mm -hmm. people, I was just like, and and I was tired. I'd just come back from Nigeria as well. Lev wasn't really sleeping well because I'd been gone. Mm-hmm. And so when I was back now, he was a bit annoyed with me. So he would wake up in the middle of the night and be crying, checking that I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that was happening. So I hadn't been sleeping well. And yet I was still like, this is my opportunity to do what I need to do. And in, in essence, like prove myself like I've done it now. And then I said to Sadiq, all right, cool. I'm going to go. I'm going to. Dude, I'm thinking of going on Piers Morgan. They asked me to come on and they're going to pay me well. Mm-hmm. You know, I want, I should, I think I should do it. And he was like, no, 
No, <laughs> don't give him. He was like, do not do it. Think of every reason you've said in the past that you wouldn't do it. And remember that in this moment, your book will get to where your book needs to get mm -hmm. to. Because it wasn't like, the reason I mentioned the book is because what they were asking me to talk about was fairly trivial. So I'd, uh, if, I wouldn't be thinking about my book if it was a serious subject. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, knife crime or something. That's a serious subject. But they were asking me to come and talk about essentially something that's trivial. So I could talk about it and then- Go uh, into your book. Yeah. So, so that's what I was like, all right. Um, but he was like, you don't also want your book affiliated with that sort of energy. And you've just come so far. Like, you don't need to prove anything to anyone by going on that show. And you'll be getting him the views. 100%. Because I did say, when they were asking me, I said, you do know that Piers has me blocked, right? And they were like, oh, let me go and talk to him quickly and his editor. So they've gone off. And they were like, no, Piers is happy for you to come on. And I thought, you raggedy bitch. <laughs> so if, upon blocking me, you would still have it because you know I bring that down. Yeah. You know I bring the numbers. But also, because you're prepared for me to come on now, you'll try and do things to, to go draw to you out. Yeah. And that's what she was saying, like, you know, he's going to try and get to you. He's going to try and get to you, but just hold your ground and say what you need to say. But the thing is, I don't know, because like we were just saying now, I don't know at any point where six years ago me is going to come out. And what I don't need it to do is come out when I'm dealing with peers and yeah. lose my head because he said something that's irritated me. 100%. So when I'm speaking to Sadiq now, he's just like, no, don't go on. And actually there are people who believe in you so much and they believe in your integrity that if you were to go on, that they, it would disappoint them. Damn. And it's not mm. like me saying that you need to live for other people, but think about the people who go by your words. I look so, up yeah, to you. Yeah, he was like, sense, so, yeah. and I just said, so I messaged and I was just like, nah, you know what? I'm not doing it. I, I'm not coming. I don't want to do it. And then the next day, they're messaging again, no, that we really, really want you on. Would you come on if we maybe got Dr. Shola to be on with you? And I was like, absolutely not. That Then it looks farcical. Then mm. it looks staged. Mm -hmm. And then it looks like really like, like it's just not cool. Mm -hmm. So I turned it down. And in that moment, you, it's like what you were saying about him feeling like a big brother. I, I realized, and this is why I love his energy, him being like my Pisces boo. Um, his energy, he reminds me of the greater good like the, the the bigger thing that i'm trying to do, do yeah and it just remind it just let me know that i don't need to go on peers i don't need to go on any daytime tv show anymore to do anything because i've already set pace i've already made my mm -hmm. impact and i can leave it there the fact of the matter is you asked me and i turned it down down yeah and, and that's good cool. enough yeah. yeah and it probably will come again and you just keep turning it down but like i said you will always find something or what you need to do when you need to do it yeah Having been on the show with Pez Morgan right now is probably not something. It's not worth it, yeah. yeah and it shouldn't be that, his no. show. If we're ever going to tussle, it needs to be on neutral ground, mm -hmm. like somebody else's show where you can't just be shouting because it's your show, so yeah. you can shout me down. We need to be on somebody else's. It's a neutral platform. It's a street somewhere, an alleyway, wherever the case yeah. may be. But it's nobody. Nobody owns. Where it. you feel like you can tell someone yeah, to cut my mic off yeah, yeah, and exactly. stuff like that. No, that which we're, we're not going to be doing that. And then you edit it any way you see fit thereafter. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's be on a neutral platform so I can flog you and I can flog you efficiently. Yeah. yeah. You know? And not edit out but, parts yeah, that you got yeah. proper flogged in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so I really appreciated him in that moment, like bringing me back. And he was just like, and also, you've just been having to explain to grown people why what they were doing is wrong. You do not have the mental capacity right now to now go and argue with another grown person to tell them why they are wrong. Mm -hmm. So just leave it alone. And I don't feel like there's any winning with that guy. There's well, no winning. So. And he only respects men. Like, you know, he'll he'll take 
feedback from men, but women, he'll, especially black women, he'll try and get one in there and, mm. and then I'll have, have the to jump across say. the table and slap you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't want to do all of that. Um, yeah. So I've, we've talked about all of that really. I think that, well, what was I going to do? Should I do a tarot today? I think I'll do a general tarot because I'm not going to pick a question. Well, you, you can pick a question for me. What do you think the tarot um, question should be for this week? What do you think I should talk about? You mean? Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. Um, I don't know. Surprise me. No, you hit me. What, what, what would be on your mind to know? What, for myself? Or for the collective, whichever. No, I'm going to do it for myself. Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're like, I'm going to do it for myself. Fuck all of y'all. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I need to know where my life's going right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, that's a good word. Like, am I on the right path type of thing? It's like, am I going the right way? Is there like... It's definitely going the right way. Oh, I love that. We've got... Ten of Wands. We've got the Ten of Wands in reverse. I should switch to the other camera, but I didn't put it the right way. We've got the Ten of Wands in reverse. It shows a figure carrying um, a log, um, uh, ten logs on their back, you know, like, um, and then there's like a little bird that sat on top of it while they're carrying this log. Adding extra weight. Yeah, adding extra weight. Nine of Pentacles in reverse. Ace of Cups in reverse. What's this card here? The Magician. I love that because what we've got here, we've got the, like I said, we've got the 10 of wands. Then we've got the king of pentacles in reverse, which is you. And we've got the ace of uh, cups in reverse. And then we've got the magician card. Um, what I'm picking up here is that you are on the right path, but it's taken a lot of trial and error and you're having, but the it feels like more strong advice here for you than anything. You have to not take paracetamol for other people's headaches. You're carrying a lot of loads that isn't yours to carry. You're carrying somebody like else's burdens other people's burdens and you know it feels like even from childhood carrying things that weren't yours to carry almost like generational in energy and um also because ones signify fire letting releasing anger releasing anything that's like holding you up your heart space it feels very much because i'm getting the idea of the heart it's holding up your heart space and the king of pentacles is um you're way too generous when it comes to finances oh. and things like that and learning how to save better because your destiny is to be somebody that has um a lot of material wealth that's why the king of pentacles came out but you and also on top of that you also have to know your value and you also have to know that you deserve to experience and enjoy the finer things in life but because we've got the ace of cups here also um talking about how much you pour into and how much you give of yourself you need to find what fulfills you and um the dove being here this white dove being shown at the top of the um ace of um pen uh, ace of cups is saying that you have to forgive yourself there's this energy here of like you are on the right path but you can't walk that path comfortably if you do not forgive yourself for whatever you deem to be mistakes or for how for how long you feel it took you to get here because pentacles are a slow moving energy because it represents earth sign so even though you're um cancer as in water this is you mm -hmm. um it's saying that you have to learn to 
forgive yourself so you can walk that path with confidence. If you're always thinking like, oh, I don't even deserve this. I don't even deserve this. Then you can't be in your full power because the one card that is upright is the magician card. And the magician card is the second card in the um, tarot deck, but it's numbered as one. And and why I think it's come out is because zero, the full card is the first card. So it says that you've learned so many lessons from being the fool, you know, that first card, mm -hmm. that new energy. And you're now stepping into the energy of the ma magician where you're learning to use all that you've learned to move forward in life. But, but in order to do that, there has to be more of a release. You have to let things go. You just can't carry them where you're going. And you have to think about what emotionally fulfills you. Yeah, the tower card in reverse comes out the tower card um in this deck is depicted as a lighthouse that like has been struck by lightning and people are falling out the lighthouse and all sorts are happening but the reason that this has come out is because it said like it's almost like you're still waiting for the worst to happen you mm. still feel like something is around the corner like yeah. i haven't quite been punished enough or i haven't quite you know, like there's something else waiting for me. Mm -hmm. And the card is saying there isn't anything else waiting for you. Like just live life. Like you should, you have to trust yourself that you're capable of having goodness happen to you. Good things happen to you in your life and know that you are deserving of it. And we've got the Knight of Swords here in reverse and the Two of Pentacles that you're trying to make some kind of decision about what to where to go and what to leave or what like you're trying to figure out what direction if if you know the two of pentacles this person's like juggling pentacles they're juggling juggling two coins you're you want to leave some kind of situation whether it's a work environment because it's in the mind this is something that you're thinking about you want to move forward you want to maybe even change your perception of um particular things mm -hmm. um and particular dynamics but you're weighing up like is this something I should do? Should I do this? Is, 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 is this the right way to go? And the magician card is saying that, you know, as above, so below is what the magician card depicts. Like, you know, in your heart, what you need to do. Um, and the emperor card comes up here in reverse as well. You're, you need to be more in your power. Everything is pointing to you not being in your power, not taking decisive steps to be the person that you want to be. Um, and you have to trust. Yeah, it's just a lot of trust. And we've got the judgment card here as well. Like, and the judgment card coming up. So you've got so many major arcana cards. So that means like their life energies as opposed to minor arcana. These are minor uh, um, arcana because they're like day-to-day -day energies. Mm -hmm. um, and so the major arcana with the judgment card coming out is saying that um, if you look at the card here, um, um, this um, god is weighing the heart against the feather. And this is all you have to be concerned with in life. When you leave this earth and your heart is weighed against the feather, that that heart needs to weigh equal mm -hmm. to that feather. It needs to be light. It needs to, you know, you need to know that you've done everything as you were meant to have done them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not have a heavy heart. Yes. Don't have a heavy heart. Don't have a heavy heart. And so that's 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 the path that you're on. But you have to have the words to know that that's the path you're on. How can I um uh, like unburden my heart? So I can walk to, you know, so I can, so I can know that I've done right by myself. The hermit card, like, yeah, the hermit card coming out here. The hermit card is a Virgo card, but usually signifies retreating and going inwards and doing lots of introspection. This is saying that you've had so much time for going inwards and having that introspection, like you talked about earlier with prison and stuff. Mm -hmm. 
And so now it's time for you to step out with the lessons that you've learned and just continue walking that path. And the thing about the hermit card with it holding this hermit, holding the lantern is that you can't see where you're going in the darkness. A lot of us can't see where we're going, but we just know that we just have to put one foot in front of the other and just trust that if our heart is the compass that we are being led to our true north, that we just keep going and it all, all will be well. Now from the dickhead and recovery affirmation card deck, mm -hmm. What have we got? Oh, that flew right out. <laughs> um, we've got, I choose myself this time. That's your message. And we've got, to cuss or not to cuss, that is the question. I am responsible for the answer. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like for you? What, to cuss or not to cuss? Yeah. How difficult it is. Yeah. That is very difficult. I have to hold my mouth every single day. <laughs> And then charms. What charms have we got? We've got the letter G here. Um, we've got a bag of money. So oh, we'll be coming into money. Inshallah. <laughs> please. And then we've got this heart that says like love and it feels like a love letter. So writing something to yourself or looking back on letters that you've been written. And then this um hand that has a hole in it that mm -hmm. has um heart. It always makes me think of sacrifice and the things that we sacrifice for the sake of love. But then this card coming out saying, I choose myself this time. is like, you, you have to choose yourself this time. Choose. If you've, you're looking at dynamics, look at the things that make you feel happy, like where you've experienced happiness recently, what that felt like when, and, and go for that. Like do be courageous and go for that. So you have happiness on a regular Basis. And that was something I was speaking to someone about literally like last week. And I was saying to them, like, I really need to find things to do more for myself that makes me more happy. Not like doing what everyone makes everyone else happy. Like yeah. everyone going to the seashore and doing all of that. Yeah. I said, no, I probably want to go do roller skating yeah. and all of these type of different yeah. things. Those things will make me feel happy and enjoy it. Not just doing those standard things that everyone chooses to really want to do yeah i want to do different things even go bingo and yeah you know what i mean like <laughs> just let me have my you know what i mean what i would enjoy yeah and you have to because as somebody that your 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 son is in cancer like that's your son signs cancer so for you it's about home life security and just yeah. feeling calm and having a safe space to just be who you are not what the world perceives you to 100%, be yeah. um and so that's the message that like you're on the right path, but you have to forgive yourself and let yourself walk that path with confidence. Thank you. That's why I asked that question because I just wanted to kind of within myself know. Yeah. And, then, and have that clarifier. Yeah, this always clarifies the thing, everything for me. But there's one that always comes up for me as well. I think it was the um, the emperor. Yeah, the emperor. Yeah, every time, most times when you've done it, I don't know, that card kind of comes up quite often for me. It might be, I think that I'm going to check your birth chart because I think I've got it saved. But um, the emperor, because the emperor represents Aries, but the, the emperor also re um, represents the divine masculine energy within us and also represents father figures. So it might also um, allude to the idea of like, you're trying to be a father that you didn't have, mm -hmm. right? And... That's hard. Mm -hmm. Trying to be a man that you didn't see, a father that you didn't have, mm -hmm. um, can be so challenging. And you, and I think that that's also the aspect of like forgiving yourself. You are going to make what you perceive to be mistakes along the way. But if your heart, if you're, what you're doing is unburdening your heart and trying to live right, you will figure out what the best thing is to do as you go, because that is what's directing the way 
it's it's the intention of the soul of the heart that's directing the way and when that's leading you'll always figure it out but if you're being led from a place of fear or a place of lack that well nobody showed up for me and i had to go through all of these things and i spent all these years in prison mm-hmm. and I'm like, like, so then if that's the energy you're putting out that's absolutely the energy that you're yeah, going to yeah, get back 100 yeah um and so, and also that there might be things that you're beating yourself up for in not being the father that you would have wanted to be in the earlier years, but this is your time. Over time, you make up for that and you and you rebuild things, but you have to give yourself time to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. And so Thanks let's see. Um, I'm just checking what your birth chart is on here because I've got it saved. Um, you're a Libra rising Pisces moon interesting I'm trying to see what you've got in Aries because why we keep seeing that card Aries yeah, that, I've seen this card a few oh times. Aries is your seventh house so you just like fiery women yeah <laughs> <laughs> makes sense yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> okay so that's why we're seeing it as well um, but yeah that's the tarot yeah. i'm glad it resonated yeah, it definitely did um <laughs> and you. so for those who are listening what i've done now is now if you go on my website there's a very very cute picture of me taken by severine and severine did your headshots as well isn't it? oh yeah yeah she did my beautiful yeah beautiful. she's so wonderful beautiful. so she's done my recent um, photos for me um, so i can revamp the website and for um my new show that will be starting on a website in february Ooh. but um also, I've now added to the website gift cards. So if you want to get somebody a gift card for a tarot reading um, in the new year, then yeah, buy it ASAP. So it'll be valid. I think I put there it's valid for 90 days. But basically what you do when you buy the gift card, go and check the picture out of me. I'm holding tarot cards. I look super cute. <laughs> um, it's kalechiokafo.com forward slash shop. And you'll see it there under like tarot readings. Um, or you can get the one question tarot readings that I sent you via that I send you via email. Those are twenty. That's twenty two pounds, or an express reading that I send within twenty four hours, and that's sixty six pounds. But the gift cards are one hundred and eleven pounds, and it entitles you to forty five minute Zoom um, reading with me. So you can buy it for somebody, and then that person emails my PA at pa at kalechiokafo.com and we sort out a mutually convenient time for me to do your reading for you um so you don't have to wait for a slot to open up in my calendar because it's just highly unrealistic at this point you buy the gift card and she will fit you in remember don't buy the gift card for people who are like oh my god tarot's devilish because i'll i'll cast (laughs) i will cast you can buy it for yourself you can buy it for somebody but as soon as you've bought it email my pa with your code as well as um some available and the availability that you have and um, she'll do her best to book you in ASAP. Um, and so we'll be, we can have conversations about whatever you want to chat about. Remember to send me your birth chart if you know your birth time um, and birth location. Send me your birth chart on astro-charts.com. And what else? And then send me your question through what you would like to focus on in the session. Or if you prefer, we could just chat about it once we're in the session. That's cool too. Um, so yeah, that's the tarot. So I'll just use this opportunity to big up this week's um, show sponsor. They're our final. They're the final show sponsor since the show is ending. They're the final show sponsor, and that is Dipsy, because we're leaving. So 
Thank you, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode, the final um, sponsor in this long journey that has been <laughs> Say Your Mind. Dipsy, if you didn't know, is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Ooh. It's radically inclusive. And so Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners. And 56% of the stories are voice acted by people of color. Um, there's new content released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again you can always find something new to explore and they also have um, soothing sleep stories wellness sessions as well as sexy written stories if you prefer to read so let dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time explore your fantasies relax and unwind or even heat things up with a partner whatever you decide to do mm -hmm. so for the listeners of this show for the last time Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash straws. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash straws. Dipsystories.com slash straws. So go and get your sexy on. That's that. So, um... Yeah, um, I would just jump to Shea Your Magnificence. I wanted to big up Benjamin Zephaniah, who has now um, passed away. He's gone to be with the ancestors. Rest in peace. Um, and on the subject, on the conversation that we were having about like outgrowing things, I remember a little while ago on the podcast, <coughs> I think I spoke Sorry. about, no, I think I spoke about an article that's, um, it said, that was um, titled, and because I think it needs to be talked about. And I put in trigger warning here of domestic violence. But Benjamin, it says here, Benjamin Zephaniah admits to hitting a former girlfriend. Um, acclaimed author and poet Benjamin Zephaniah has admitted that he hit a former girlfriend. Speaking on BBC Radio 5 Live, Zephaniah, who is one of Britain's best known poets, confessed confessed that in the past he had been violent mm -hmm. to a partner. The way I treated some of my girlfriends was terrible. At one point I was violent. I was never like one of the those these persons who have a girlfriend who'd constantly beat them, but I could lose my temper sometimes. He told presenter... Um, What's this? Neil um, Arthur Nayake. Um, there was one girlfriend that I had and I actually hit her a couple of times. And as I got older, I really regretted it. It burned my conscience so badly. It really ate at me, you know, and I'm a meditator. It got in the way of my meditation. Uh, the child of a violent home, he has spoken publicly about how his father beat his mother and wrote a BBC radio play about it called Listen to Your Parents. Zephaniah said he moved away from violence himself as he became involved in politics and in protests against South African apartheid in the 80s and early 90s. Um, I remember I was on a march and I was saying freedom, international freedom. And I thought, I just left my girlfriend at home and told her not to leave the house. I'm a hypocrite. I'm an oppressor and a hypocrite. And at that moment, I just stopped. He recorded. I said, right, I'm going to think for myself. I'm going to stop following the crowd because that's what all my male friends were doing. We wouldn't say we had a girlfriend. We would go up to each other and say, hey, man, you controlling a woman? I just went, no, that's it. Zephaniah was appearing on the show to promote his autobiography, The Life and Rhymes of Benjamin Zephaniah, which is um, released this week. But this was um, this was out in 2018. But I felt like I should read that because... There is that moment, isn't there? Mm -hmm. I feel like, well, you hope that th there's that moment for men where it's just like, it's, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is actually wild behavior. behavior and yeah. I'm not, uh, the person I claim to be to people outside is not how I'm showing up in my relationship with women or in my romantic relationship. I'm not showing up how I should. Like a double life type yeah. of thing. Like you present yourself outside one way, then in the house you're behaving a totally different way. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a bit, yeah. 
it was it was sad but then i went on his website um and they said um he passed away from a brain tumor i think that they said it was only discovered a few weeks ago and and i think that's another thing as well right we take life for granted we think that we can just have bad manners and bad behavior or chaotic behavior <laughs> um because we've got all of this time to one day fix it and no. it's just like no like use the moment that you have that you definitely know that you have which is now to sort out your bullshit but like he said it took him to realize and some people just don't realize and by the time you are realizing it could be a bit too late so yeah. so it's always trying to figure it out and sometimes you just always need that help and encouragement to like understand what you're doing but some people never speak up never you never know what someone is yeah. necessarily doing so it's hard to help so it's kind of hard sometimes like figuring these things out knowing when to like reflect and yeah. knowing now this time for a change because it's all within yeah someone so it's very difficult but yeah he did find he did find it and i and i and that's why i'm like no you can go well my g you can mm. go well because you learned what you needed to learn mm -hmm. and you did what you needed to do and more importantly you left a blueprint for other people who are still struggling to figure out what they need to figure out on his website it says here zephaniah speaks it says um when is a man not a man once upon a time i was a bad boy i didn't go to school when i should have i was a burglar a car thief a middleman a womanizer and a woman beater i was many things but i've repented now reformed as they say I've learned how to channel my energy into more positive areas, but every now and then my past does come back to me in the most strangest of ways. For example, not very long ago, I was dining with an ex-girlfriend of mine. Most of the conversation was about the bad old days when I was big in Handsworth, that's the place in Birmingham, mm -hmm. and all those police would spend so much looking for me. Um, after a while, we got onto the subject of our past relationship, and in particular one day when I lost my temper and became very violent, I began to get down on my knees and beg forgiveness, proclaiming that I would never do that kind of thing now, when she said, that's why I would not want you now. Now you are a wimp, not a man. I touched my penis and my breast to make sure my male parts were still male. Like when she went on to accuse me of spending too much time with leftist men and overeducated black women in the real world, men are men and women are women. And it's a man's job to keep things in order. It's even in the Bible. She said, can you see you got God girlies? Can you see, can you see what your friend is saying? Cause she's mad like you, can you see anyway <laughs> to be extremely honest, I've been called a wimp more times than I, um, than I've ever been called a nigger. I'm, I am infertile. I won't eat meat. I cry when I see animals suffer. I do yoga, kiss flowers, and I prefer a day on the Welsh mountains to any inner city day. I've been called a wimp for all these things and more. What really hurts is when I'm accused of losing touch with my roots, not my African roots. They mean losing touch with the lifestyle I had before when I was a man. <laughs> these are roots I don't want to go back to. Here, the opposite of a wimp was a man and a man had many children. Man ate meat. Man don't cry for anything. Man do boxing, football. <laughs> man drive BMW. Man don't take no shit from any woman or man. Or man kills man. Yes, man. That's life, man. It's a man's world and man must be man enough to deal with it. Man. As a writer, I think it's very important to stay in touch with what is happening on the streets. And as one of the first generations of Rastafarians in the Britain, we were forced to spend most of our time on the streets. I know few people who are qualified to tell me um, I know few people who are qualified to tell me anything about the jungle out there. Many of us have survived the jungle and are now proud wimps. We wimps are into rap music, but we refuse to call women hoes, whores, bitches, tings and G's. 
we are into reggae, but we are not out to kill the batty boys, gay men, because someone tells us with their um to with the help of a multinational record company. Actually, some of my best friends are Rastafarian heterosexual wimps who have been known to tune into Radio 4. I believe that despite all the mach um, machismo um, that spewed out of me in my other life, I was a true wimp. I did very little independent thinking and most of my behavior was geared towards being part of the gang. On at least two occasions, I almost lost my life as I endeavored to look good in front of my friends. Hmm. I'm definitely not a model citizen. I still think it's healthy to break the law at least once a day, even if it's just a little token gesture, something to add drama to the day. I love that. And I'm not trying to give the impression that I'm some kind of non-sexist new man type of guy. I'm simply saying that one word can mean different things to different people. No one's perfect, as they say, but I think that I'm a better man now. My ex-girlfriend believes I stopped being a man when I lost the need to control her and that the physical abuse she received was not abuse, but her man keeping things in order. I say there are human beings and human non-beings. A male can be either, a male can be either one. Human beings have to try to understand themselves and others. They should have compassion and seek truth with independent thought. The so-called men are now in crisis. They have just realized that many of them are dying of prostate and testicular cancer, especially you older men pay attention to that rather than doing other things. Don't talk about these things. And um, hundreds of men are committing suicide because they cannot take the responsibility of being a man. Physically and spiritually, the man is dying of ignorance. Listen, man, I don't want to be a man if it means that I must act all my life and not get paid. I just want to be a male wimp with children because once upon a time I was a man mm. and it was a heavy man. Yeah. I relate to that. He said bits. Yeah, I can relate to some of the stuff he was saying. Definitely. Jesus Christ. What hits you about it? Just like what it takes, what the what it says that what a man is yeah and not necessarily you want to be that man but how everyone is around you that's the sort of man you need to be and to be accepted as a man if you're none of those things people might not accept you as a man so do you have to live like that to get acceptance or can you not be yourself and still be a man yeah. <laughs> do you know yeah. what i mean yeah and that's what i was saying that all this time i've been living my life to please other people this is what they say a man needs to be or a gangster or a this. These are the yeah. types of things you need to be. This is the rules. This is how you should be. And if you're anything out of that, you're not that. And it's just like, yeah, you can't keep on living like that when that's not naturally you. You want to be this peaceful person. Like like you yeah. said, he wanted to go and do these type of things, but it's, it's wimpy to some, yeah. some people. And I can just say, yeah, that's the same thing with me. Like, I couldn't voice up that I wanted to do certain things. Even if certain people realise a certain music I listen to, they'll be very shocked. Like, that is just the sort of music I'm listening to, yeah. Even one time I was with my friends and then my Spotify came on Then one of my weird songs came on. And I was like, oh, what did this happen? What's, what's going on? Who's yeah, this? This? Oh, just randomly. I just quickly just change it because amongst those people... This is not what you should be listening to. <laughs> but the last song I listened to made me get a gun on my waist. <laughs> exactly. So I can't keep living like this. Let me just listen to my Florence and the Machine or whatever. That's, I'm happy with that. Please. Just, or my Jess Glynn. I don't, I don't yeah, want like, that. Let me just live my life. Life, man. God. <laughs> so I understand him, honestly. But yeah. No, rest in it peace. It is hard. Yeah, rest like, in peace. He, yeah. he did bits and, you know, 
how we learned poetry when we were in secondary school. Them anthologies, my guy, like Benjamin, thank you so much. Thank you for your anti-monarchy stance. Like you really set pace. I'm, I know I have to give up me to thank you for pointing that out from, you know, from being in the other realm, reminding me again. But um, I really rate it. I really rate when a man can have so much self-awareness and be like, yeah, yeah, these are the things that I needed to change. And I love that he also said that I'm not out here being that, oh, now I'm this anti-sexist kind of guy. Because I feel like some people, they do a little bit of work on themselves and they start gallivanting like, oh, there's no more work to do. I'm the perfect man. No. And I know things. And he's like, no, you're still hurting women. You're still mm. hurting people and still yourself. Got a long way to go. Yeah, in the day to day. So if you think you're done, you're nowhere near the beginning. Mm. But for him to be like, no, I'm still, there is still work to do. That's honest to me. And so, I, you know, I just really, really rate it. And I'm glad that um, he showed up in our lives in the way that he did. So go well, go well, King. Thank you. So let's go to um, So You Mad. So this week I read that Nelly and Ashanti, not only are they back together, but um, they're expecting a baby. Baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how old is she? Sorry. 42. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah. It's never too late. Never. But <laughs> what I think is interesting is how people position it. Because when I was doing, re like, when I was reading some things, it was just like, you can actually have children, you know, into your 40s, no problem. But, you know, they will be telling you about all of these medical conditions. And obviously it's good to pay attention yeah. to what you're being told and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was just really interesting to me that all these years they did all of this back and forth. I, if I was one of their partners, I would be really vexed. Yeah, I'd be like, I knew, I said you were you gonna, gonna get, get back, back together. And then I you said it. Confirming and you that you're not. <laughs> you lied to my face. And here you are, together again. How long ago were they together before this? Like, be, when, when I was like in secondary school, remember? All yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah, 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 oh, baby. yeah. That That's was, a very long time. That was 2000 and, that was like 2005, 2006. Oh, wow. And they got back, what, this year? Yeah. Imagine waiting for a person that long, especially a woman. You waited for a man that long. I don't even think she waited. Was she, was she waiting for him? Or no, no. Like, I I, maybe he was waiting for her. Maybe he did. I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, me. I don't know. Because at, at one point, when they got back together, I didn't realize, I didn't, I forgot that they was even together at one point. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been so long. Yeah. So when they started saying, oh, Nelly and finger back together and figure out well, when. Because it was like they saw each other at an award show, right? And they hadn't seen each other in a while. I didn't I even know, know how it come about. All I know, I thought he was with Floyd's um, ex. What, Floyd Mayweather? Yeah. Nelly was with Floyd ex. They all kind of, it's very incestuous. They all just kind of go around yeah. each other. Yeah, so that's what I thought. Then he put out a statement saying that he hadn't been with her for two, three years now or something like that. Then I was thinking, oh, wow. And the next thing I heard, he was back with... They're, I mean, they're a very good-looking couple, and he does look happy from what social media he are is saying. Grinning, look at yeah, that every picture. minute, like he's grinning, he's happy. They showed pictures with him, with her, and how he was with the ex. And, oh no, <laughs> you know, social Twitter. But people, they can really find pictures to justify anything. Hundred percent. But what got my attention was this bitch, a guy that wrote, "She's lucky that Nelly took her back." Wow, she's forty-three. She hit the wall. She's in the high-risk pregnancy zone. Consider herself lucky. And this is why I don't want to be on social media anymore. Because I'm like, that is what you took from this news. <laughs> that is what you took from this news. <laughs> no, but for me, I did think, okay, like, I'm not going to lie. I just think 
40 and you're pregnant. I did think that, I'm not going to lie, but, but I just thought... Like, he's almost making it out like you're lucky he took you because he could have gone and got a, a younger, younger person. But yeah. not everybody is trying to get younger women like And he's like. kind of old himself. He's kind of done out here himself. But, too, but, like. but she's not done out here. No, but I'm saying that she's done out here. But if you want to make it out like he's done... Well, she's done, then he's, he's done He's done as well. Do you know what I mean? They're both in the but same sort of... But I think it's because of... men are encouraged to think that at any age, at any age, looking however they look, they can always get a younger woman. They will be always... Just by the virtue of being male that they can always get a younger woman and, and women so aren't women. presented but they're not women aren't presented the same way they're like oh you're getting past it you're getting older mm, now yeah yeah you need to <laughs> you're gonna die alone based on what's out there i think that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> dying alone <laughs> then to come with some crazy person <laughs> and people just dilly dallying um but it's cute no um, definitely i'm actually i'm happy for them um, happy for nelly i like seeing men happy with women i'm like i don't I don't. I can only talk for a man. Yeah. But sometimes, like, I feel like some men are just in relationships for. Um, what's the best word to say? I don't know. Comfortability. They're just comfortable with the woman. They're not necessarily happy. They're just comfortable. Like the woman listens. She does whatever she wants to or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of guys ain't happy. When I see that like, a guy's actually happy, he's cherishing his girl. Yeah. She's doing the same. Like they're happy. I always think that. Yeah, that is. That's nice. Not that this looks like it's just a one-sided thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the like, worst I, thing to see. Yeah, see. Um, I love when people are in relationships and they're overjoyed with yes, each other. Like you can see, other, like they yes. like this is the, they're having the best yes, time. time like, yeah. like they're almost like ch- children together. Like they're so childlike because they're just so joyful. Like you exactly. can see the friendship. You can see all of that. You the passion. You can see that they genuinely like this is like my chargey. Like this is my person. Not that a man's just with a woman because yeah. she looks good. That is more like a status. Or she's got money. Her money, family's yeah, got money, money, yeah. yeah or like, she's got the BBL. Yeah, or, you know? yeah. <laughs> or the... And and you're just there looking. Looking. Or she's yeah. Like, she's really aesthetically, you know, pretty. She's conventionally pretty. So it's like, yeah, we're together because other people will be like, look at who I've got. You got yeah, just what you represent, but not yeah. actually. There's no heart. There's no soul. So nothing going on for you guys. Prove something to your ego, like oh look who I managed to draw, exactly. and then you'll die lonely. So then, even if you don't die alone, you'll die lonely, and actually, uh, literally, you will because unless it's a mass, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you're going to be dying. there by yeah, yourself. Yeah, you are still dying alone, honestly. Um, but then at the same time, I was reading that, and people were bringing up that he it does have allegations, um against him Unelli. yeah okay. um about sexual assault and stuff um, that happened in the uk actually when he was on tour and so it's just like guys can we just can you get your fucking lives together and and his lawyer saying oh no this is just somebody looking for a payday they were just looking to get money rah 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 but it's just like well it's the number of people that yeah, said the same, same thing. thing yeah but you know if that's where she wants to be boy um, it says here, Ashanti is pregnant with her first child after rekindling her romance with Nelly. Nelly and Ashanti are welcoming their first baby together, a source exclusively told us. The baby will be Ashanti's only child, while Nelly, 49, shares daughter Chanel, 29, and son Cornell Haynes the third, 24, with ex Shanetta Valentine, 49. <laughs> but that makes sense. And then what his daughter's 29, so he had her when he was 20, and then mm. this other. Yeah, like he's got big grown children. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashanti, and he's having a child at 49. 
Um, I didn't even know he was. I didn't even know he was that age. Of course, he looks young. Didn't yeah, he, he does yeah. definitely look. But young. I, I feel like at the age I'm at now, I can't really see who's forty something and who's fifty something. You know, everyone kind of just looks looks yeah. The same. Sometimes you can even think someone looks a bit older and a bit younger. It's just like, <laughs> I'm only going the other way. No, but sometimes yeah. sorry, I have to because. <laughs> I've been mistaken. I thought someone was quite older and they're quite young. I think, oh, sorry. Yeah, bye, bye, bye. Life is really... (laughs) But you're right. Some people, it's hard to now say this person's 40. Yeah, yeah. And so you can only kind of go on like behavior and experience, but then that's not necessarily down to exactly age. Exactly as a well. Full at forty will still be a full at fifty. Um, Ashanti forty three first sparked pregnancy speculation over the weekend when she attended Nelly's Black and White Ball in St. Louis, uh, or is it St. Louis, with her partner. Um, during the event, the only you singer with her put her hand on her stomach while on stage with Nelly, and he did the same. According to a fan video shared by TMZ, the couple broke into laughter after seemingly hinting that they're expanding their family. Ashanti and Nelly dated on and off from 2003 to 2013. 10 years? See, now I'll be vexed if I was Shanetta because you've had two children with him over a span of however many years. And then he's gone back. So this person... Ashanti's never left your relationship. Yeah, Ashanti's should, yeah. been right there in mm-hmm. your relationship. She's been with the you third the whole person. Time. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> that ah! goes on with a lot of things, though. People haven't let certain people go and still bringing them into the. That is oh, that is a word. That is a word. <laughs> that is a word. And I think that that's what I strive to kind of going forward. I will strive to steer clear of because if there is a whole thing of like, oh, um. Yeah, I love this person, but we've never been together. Go and do what you need to do. do yeah. Go and do what you need to do because that means that you'll still be holding out for this person. Hundred percent. Please go. Or two. Oh, there's somebody I've been talking to for a while, but I don't really know what's happening with that. Go and be with that person. Go and go and out. find out yeah, what's happening. Go and find out what's happening. <laughs> don't be wayward. Go and find out what's happening. Don't waste other people's time, time yeah, with your nonsense, yeah. indecision. Yeah. Oh no, it just takes time to sort these things out. They got to sort it out before you come round here. <laughs> and that's what I don't get. Like, why would you pursue people or a person knowing that there's somebody that clearly is so important that means that you have to give a disclaimer yeah. when you're moving to new people it's like bringing someone into your own madness that didn't sign up for that they just signed up to speak to you now yeah. you're bringing them into a whole complete madness and a triangle that they didn't even know and that then, it was even involved in i just the- find it so odd and then oh but i did mention i did mention her you mentioned what? you had an ex like everybody does well or whatever but some people don't mention how the details of what they're That's going That's what for. I think it is. You could say, if you say, oh, I'm talking to somebody, I've been talking to them for a while, but you know, da-da. it's like you're saying, yeah, I'm going to sort that. I'm going to deal with that at some point. So no, if so, somebody might be like, all right, well, we can guess, we can see mm-hmm. where this is going while you're sorting that. But if actually there's more information there that you're tied into contracts, you're tied into this, you're tied into that. That's not what you said. Said, yeah. And that's what we need to know. <laughs> but people, I, so I, I just feel like, no, I I, no, I feel it for Shanetta because, uh-uh, Ashanti was there and she didn't go anywhere. Anywhere, nope. Um, uh, it says, yeah, they dated on and off from 2003 to 2013 after meeting during a Grammy Awards press conference in April. The duo sparks reconciliation rumors when they were seen holding hands at a boxing match in Las Vegas. Now, and her body has been set good. Like one thing, Ashanti never, she never took the pressure off. Mm. You know, like sometimes you can see somebody's love interest and be like, oh, that was way back then. She's doing like, she, she's not a threat now. Ashanti kept 
the pressure applied. Hundred percent looked. Looked pimp on the point. Whole time. <laughs> she wasn't fluctuating. She, wasn't she just stayed. Like you could ever turn around and be like, oh, she fell off. No, no, no. She she's like she kept the pressure on. She definitely did. Because I'm looking at this cat suit that she's wearing, and I'm like. That's ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. that—that that is a madness. That at forty-three, this is the body that you're yeah. giving us, and you're giving it to us with confidence. 100%. And I love that. It's beautiful. Look how, we, look how he's smiling in that one. They, as well. Of course, why would he be smiling? <laughs> he's smiling everywhere. He got his actual boo. The love of his life. Back. Ah, <laughs> oh, imagine that you're with someone for ages, and then they get with the person that they—you can tell that they've always wanted to be with—and they're just grinning in a way yeah. like you're seeing more teeth in their mouth than you've, you've ever, ever seen before. <laughs> I didn't even know you had that much teeth. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, Nelly confirmed the relationship in September in a clip from Philo, Philo TV's boss moves with Rashida saying, yeah, we call again. Typical man. What do you mean? Like, yeah, we call again. Play it down a little bit. <laughs> he revealed that the rekindled romance surprised both of us, though. It wasn't anything that I don't think was. It wasn't anything that was planned. What? Um, it might not have been. They might have just started speaking again. Then it just... I mean, they just got lost in their conversation. True, true. It says here, that same month, a source exclusively told us that Ashanti didn't expect to get back together with Nelly after 10 years apart. Um, A few years ago, Ashanti never would have imagined reconciling with Nelly, but they're enjoying spending time together. The insider said at the time, they don't want to rush anything. Well, now they're having a baby. It looks like they're rushing. Right, Right. In October, the twosome went Instagram official as Nelly toasted his love's birthday. One time for the birthday girl, he captioned a slideshow of photos showing himself and Ashanti smiling. Such a beautiful and incredible person inside and out. I'm one of the hardest working women I know. Enjoy your day, Ma. You look awesome. Happy birthday. Love ya. Last year, Ashanti returned the favor by gifting Nelly a car for his birthday. I saw that. Ha! I saw that. Ha! He was over the moon, boy. She had been planning this surprise for months and it was such a hard secret to keep, but seeing his reaction made it all worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Um, Nelly, for his part, was in awe over the lavish gesture. He was in total shock and overcome with emotion when he saw it. Mm -hmm. This gift meant the world to him because it had a much more sentimental reason behind it. This was Nelly's dream car since he was a kid and he couldn't believe Ashanti gave it to him. Such a thoughtful gift. It was one of the best presents he's ever received. I feel like Ashanti and I are one. One thing I know how to do is gift. Gifts, yeah. Like, <laughs> she applied the pressure and then she got him. She's like, I know you inside and out. I'm gonna this show is you. what you want. This is what you want. Nobody can across it. This is, I, I, got, I, I got you. I got you here. And I'm sure he's told all the women about his cars. Oh, and... they, do you know when you hear that, you crumble inside. Yeah. As the woman who didn't get him the car, You'll crumble inside because Ashanti's let you know that everybody back the fuck up. Trust me. I've I've arrived again. <laughs> and and I'm you can all go home. home. Bye-bye. <laughs> Who was she with previously, though? Funnily enough, they don't even I'm say. It, yeah. Which is interesting. But I think that that's, like you say, maybe it was that thing of like, no, nah, it is definitely done. It's done, 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 done. Because 10 years apart. Yeah, yeah you're not thinking. But then, you know, just retrograde get, yeah. brings it all back. But... I love it for them. Like, yeah. if you like it, I bloody love it. Like, do definitely you? Definitely happy for them. Uh, yeah. Um, but those allegations, Nelly sorts it out. Like, that's wild. I haven't even seen much of them, but yeah, if he's got them, 
he needs to get that sorted out. Yeah, it's it's wild. Because and even more P Diddy stuff is coming out. I was well, I'm now. glad you said it because that's who I was going to talk about next. Like P Diddy's now. Um, <laughs> Fifty Cent says that he's Fifty Cent's production company will be re- releasing a documentary about Sean Diddy Coombs <laughs> yes, and the numerous sexual assault allegations against him. All proceeds will go to victim or victims of sexual assault and rape. Fifty Cent announces. But what's funny is that. 50 hates Diddy. Like, yeah. this feels like such a personal thing. But 50's also got allegations on him as well. Has he? Yeah. So it's like, how are you trying to open somebody else's yash and your own yash, yash is smelling? smelling. <laughs> Dude. Like, I feel like, um, who's, how many people's um, 50 got alleging on him now? I don't know. Um, but I'll check. It says, 50's production company will be releasing a documentary about Sean Diddy Coombs and the sexual assault allegations pointed against him. After the news of a fourth allegation of sexual assault against Coombs was revealed, 50 Cent announced via X, formerly Twitter, on Thursday that proceeds from his upcoming documentary about Coombs will go to victims of sexual violence. G-Unit Film and Television will be producing the untitled film. Proceeds from this documentary will go to victims of sexual assault and rape. 50 wrote on X, along with a clip of the documentary. It's a sense of troll, though, yeah. In the footage, former Bad Boy Records rapper Mark Curry described the dangerous party scenes allegedly encouraged by Coombs and his entourage, specifically recalling how the Coom- um, how the Coombs would spike bottles of champagne at his parties for women to drink from. Curry said the women were not aware they were being drugged and became real, real slippery. Mm. Mm. Wow. The representative for 50 Cent and G-Unit Film and TV confirmed the documentary was in development with the following statement. The untitled Diddy documentary is in development through G-Unit Film and Television with Curtis 50 Cent Jackson serving as executive producer. Um, A representative for Coombs did not respond to Variety's request for comment. However, Coombs did address the allegations on December 6th Mm. in a social media post shared to his Instagram Enough is enough. Linelli. For the last... Me, co- or Kelly. Yeah. Because <laughs> it really is like, what do you mean? <laughs> enough is enough. For the last couple of weeks, I have sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name and my family and for the truth. Several women have come forward claiming they were sexually assaulted by Coombs following the lawsuit filed last month by Cassandra Ventura, the R&B singer known as Cassie, who accused Coombs of raping her and beating her for over a decade. Mm. You gave, you paid $30 million to Cassie within 24 he, hours. What do you think he paid $30 million? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think he paid? I feel like it was something they came to an agreement. I felt like he had something on her because for me, the only reason why I'm saying this, if you've gone to sue someone and you put that out, you want that information and everything that person has done to come out, right? No, but the thing is, she Oh, you didn't. just really just want your the money. You just want to get no, your money. No, she was from... filing privately. Like, so, so she's just filing. She's not saying, let's take it to the press. The thing about it is that when you file, People will pick up the names. Yeah, yeah. And then they're, they're doing that. file privately. Exactly. It's all in the Exactly. Court, yeah. So it's all in the, the public domain. So it wasn't her saying, oh, yeah, now let me chat my business. It's the fact that she's filed and yeah. then people have picked up on it. And then now you have to comment because people have picked up on your thing. But um, then she settled literally within this. Because it's a civil case, isn't it? 
Yeah, and, and that's why I feel like he's and, they've and, brought something on her and said, look, we can make it a big deal because we've got this on you. No, you've got I don't, this I on me. Let's come to a nice agreement. 30 is too much. No, he paid thirty. They said they oh, said he paid thirty. He paid thirty. Oh, okay, because usually th- what they pay is always is no, no, never yeah, stated, no. He they said boom that he paid thirty million he and it. he paid that exactly he and he, and he paid within twenty four hours. So he he, he knew and I think the reason he paid within twenty four hours is I think it's the opposite of what you say. She had even more, more on prob- him. Yeah, and like if he if that had gone to court. It would have been even yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes like, sense. Yeah, if it had gone to trial, it'd have been even worse. Mm-hmm. So it was best for him in that moment to just finish it. There. But it's the way he came out after that. He put up a snap saying, "I'm still standing," <laughs> and I'm thinking, "But, yeah, but like, that's to me that gave me a, a typical, little feeling like mm. that's a typical abuser." Yeah. Because what do you mean you're still standing? Your bank balance isn't. <laughs> isn't at all. You're your, thirty million your bank, down. Your bank balance is now. But he I'm came out saying, like, "I'm still standing." <laughs> <laughs> I remember you've never liked this guy from young. I remember you. you calling him. Nah. Um... No. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, quick, thank God you shut me down. <laughs> I literally knew where you were going. I was like, I remember. Cut the tape. And I remember. And I, and I remember why now. <laughs> why? <laughs> cut, cut the tape. <laughs> Thank God for that. But yeah, what? you've never liked him. I've, I've never. <laughs> and it's made such sense. a despicable human being. Just <laughs> nasty, nasty guy. There was just something always so dodgy about him. And it's not even like it wasn't clear to see. The way that he treated um Kim, his first wife, he was horrible to her. Now she's passed on. And I feel like it's Kim. Oh, the one that had the twins for yeah, it. Oh, I feel okay, like yeah, she's yeah. dealing with him from beyond the grave. Yes, and I feel like 2024 is going to be worse for him. I think so many things are coming out now about, um, you know, these sexual assault allegations because 2024 onwards, people are going to get their justice. They have to get their justice. Um, There are practical reasons because I think after a particular date, you can't bring up anything that happened more than a year ago in New York, for instance. So there are people who are now trying to okay, get because yeah. they're realizing that if I don't say anything now, no, yeah, there's a time, yeah, 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 there's a time so, period now. Um, so I think that's also part of it. But also on an energetic level, people have to be held accountable for the things that they've done. Hundred um, percent. So yeah, it was interesting to um, read that, and I feel no sympathy for him. I quote tweeted it, and I was like, "It's mad because paying thirty million for something you didn't do is very somehow. Yeah. If I didn't do something, there's no way you're getting thirty million, million out of me. Um, like yeah. it's not happening. That's why I felt like there was something between them because I never knew he actually paid thirty million. He just said that they've settled their whatever. Yeah, no, so he I felt paid. like between both of them, they've had some sort of. Yeah, no, she was just there. Like when you think about the age that he was talking to her from as well, like mm. he really took advantage of her. So and there's another one with a seventeen-year-old girl in the studio. No, there's pictures. Yeah, she said that she was seventeen, and I think there's a picture of her sitting on his lap. Don't quote me. Not yeah. too sure. Yeah. But I think there's a picture of a 17-year-old in his studio. She's taking pictures by the bad boy sign and everything. And she said, yeah, she was 17 at that age when she was doing whatever with P. Diddy. And I think, Jesus Christ. And I, I think that just it's it's go it's not just in the music industry or the film industry. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a culture that we have where men aren't necessarily held accountable for this. Oh, I just like younger women, or I just like younger girls. How much younger yeah, are you, you going? You lot are yeah. going. 17 years younger 19 years younger. i feel like after you pass 30 you can date who you want to date as far as i'm concerned age-wise but it's the fact that i don't think you started when these women were 30 like 
it's just weird. It's 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 weird that whole age gap. And then lastly, going from another um sexual abuser to another, it's just a day of them. Russell Simmons claims that his ex-wife, Kimora Lee Simmons, stole eight hundred million dollars from him from the in, shares. From from yeah, from stocks. Um and I'm just like, okay. Um watch this. Why don't you take that to the police station? Yeah. Come to a come has he come back to America yet? Come back and he's come, in Bali. He's still in Bali, yeah? yeah. Come back. Come back and come and tell the, the American police what happened, but you know that you can't come back. Why? No, but did he not say that it's been investigated that they are doing things to, like he's trying to get back his um half of the shares because half I'm of I'm not even thinking his. about the shares. I'm thinking about the fact that he sexually abused so many women. That's why he left and went oh, to the that, that's oh, why he's in Bali. Oh, is that why they can't extradite him from Bali. I never knew that it was even, that's yeah. the whole, see, I and don't so keep up with these people. And so that's why it's mad that then Jay-Z and all of them um, on Tidal, they were doing a, um, they were having a, um, a virtual kind of conference with him about his history in the music, you know, in the music industry, all of that stuff. And everybody was acting like this is perfectly okay that he sat in Bali, whatever the case may be, not addressing why he's, he's in Bali. Bali. And oh. also Bali, all of these places are where these people go so they can go and do these things to younger girls. girls like yeah, think of freely. all the places he chose. He chose, a, like, look at what Kimora looks like. You've gone to a place like Bali where there are other versions of Kimura and what she looks like, but younger with no rights. And then nobody can hold you accountable with all the money that you have Jesus to do what Christ. you want to do out there. And then you're complaining about Kimura. Take all, I want her to take everything. Take, she should have took more. Yes, take everything. <laughs> oh, wow. Bitch. I didn't even know that's where he was hiding there. Yeah, that's why he's not come back because he, could he they can't extradite him from Bali. And so there's women in the US that are waiting to deal with him. Okay, well, I never knew that. They're, they're waiting. But he's like, no, no, no. I'm going to stay out here. So why is everyone just like acting like none because of Because that, that is the there? complicity of the music industry and the sexist nature of the music industry and these men. And just generally speaking, you know that your man or your boy like likes to beat his girl. Or you know that your man or your, your boy rather, like when you lot go out, he acts a particular way with girls that you know is wrong, but nobody's going, bro, like don't do that. Yeah. And then these things build and build and build. And that's exactly what it is in the industry. And I think that a lot of people are shocked to speak out because they know that in one way or another, they were complicit. You booked the hotel. You booked the car to bring the girl to the place. You did this or you did that. You like, probably scouted the girl. Yeah, like, that, exactly. Yeah, like, so son, now yeah. he told you to go and pick up something from somebody that he's going to put in the drinks. Like you, there are so many people who are complicit that they're shook. And we, Especially the security teams because you lot would have been guarding doors, this, that, knowing who was coming in and out. And it was so weird because one time Rick Ross said, I put Molly up in her champagne. She didn't even know it. See? And we were so And everyone, it's only years later, everyone's like, Wait, what? what? You know what I mean? Right? You said that you were spiking. He got dropped after that, after like a year after yeah, of saying yeah, yeah, that yeah, is when yeah. they realized. You know because I mean? people had to kick up the uh, fuss. Yeah. These feminists But this that was like a cultural so thing to yeah. be doing, spiking girls' drinks and, and nothing. And I feel yeah. like it happened to me when I was in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Um, I was... Um, when you was working? Yeah, yeah, yeah when time. I was in Atlanta, yeah, in like 2008. And I remember um, Shorty Low, because that was the... Um, I was working for Shorty Low's like management, management yeah. company um, or the, his booking agent. And he just won a BET. And so I went to my um, boss's house like this really nice big house, Johnny Cabell. Uh, I went to his house and they were have, throwing a party. And I remember having a drink and at one drink and everything became so woozy. I was lucky that my friend Krista, we're still friends till today. She was from LA and she'd moved to Atlanta. 
Krista was there and Krista dropped me home. Oh, um, but I remember I was in, I was left in a bathtub. So um, do you remember Ken? Ken, 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 Ken. My ex, the yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Bold headed one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think one time you made fish and he decided to eat the fish <laughs> and you came back. I, I don't know why I remember that specific story, but yeah, I remember that guy. Oh, yeah. So Ken, because um, we went to Atlanta. So I was in a bathtub and he was there and it was so funny. I was in a bathtub, like clearly I've been spiked, drugged. He was taking my phone, trying to look through it to see if I'd gotten text messages from anybody and who I was talking to Jesus. while I was there, like out of it from whatever had been put in my drink. Jesus. Like, Honestly, oh, yuck. Um, anyway, it says here, inside Russell Simmons' scandalous marriage with Kimora Lee, who he met when she was just 17 and he was 35. Oh. Before romance blew up amid claims of prolific infidelity, abuse and harassment and toxic split that rocked the relationship with his daughters. Um, they're digging up his past. Why are they? They're dredging up his past because um, he's denying allegations of sexual assault made by multiple women back in 2017. The mogul, now 66, became a major figure in the music industry after he co-founded the record label in 1984 and he rose to the top. He quickly became known for being an ardent womanizer. And that's the thing. I think that you'll only get so many chances in your life where people tell you that, hey, bro, what you're doing is wrong. Mm. Fix your life. Whatever you fail to do in private because you're saying, I'm not going to learn this lesson. There's no lesson for me to learn. One day, one day, that lesson will catch up with you, but it will catch up with you publicly. And then there'll be nowhere and for you to go. And you'll be getting flogged outside. Because yes. there's this other guy, This um, we just talked about two Birmingham dons, but there's this one other guy, I think he's from Birmingham or wherever he's from, this black guy who years ago, he's a little bit younger than I am. He reached out to me that he wanted to meet up for coffee and to, to learn more about my work and... um you know, tell me about the work that he was doing. So I met up with him. We had this coffee, we were chatting, but he was coming on a bit slimy, a bit sleazy, but I thought nothing of it. Um, he would continue like messaging me thereafter. But as I, as I started to rise and my thing started, my profile started to grow even more. I just spoke to him less and less, not to re not realizing that he was then chatting to like younger women or chatting to women, I guess his age or, or even younger, much younger, and almost programming them to be like, oh, you don't know what Kelechi's about. Uh -uh. Kelechi's this, Kelechi's that. After one time you met me for coffee and, and he was already doing all of these things. he never got that yeah. sort of thing. And so he started, he unfollowed me. He was doing this, he was doing that. Not last week, numerous women come out on the timeline on Twitter saying Chadwick, and we see a video of him getting arrested, being taken by the police. Um, numerous women coming forward saying that he was abusive to them. He did this, he did that. And I thought yeah. to myself, God has never failed me. My God has never, ever failed me because I move towards people, gravitate towards people with a heart that's just open. Like I'm so willing to help and heal and assist in any way that I can. And when people take the piss, I always think to myself, in whatever degree that they took the piss, because his one, after that coffee with me being like, Rob, what are you doing? Um, him then making a concerted effort to chat shit about me to mm -hmm. so many people. So a lot of these young women can't tell you why they don't like me, but they, when you look, who do they have? Mm -hmm. Chadwick, yeah. right there as their friend, yeah. right? So I kept quiet. I didn't say anything. So And there's, that's another thing. So many things happen in life, um, especially around the industry and the things that I do. And it happens and I keep my mouth shut publicly. I might throw little jabs here and there, mm -hmm. but generally speaking, I just keep my mouth yeah. shut. And I had to watch him trying to sully my name, talk shit about me 
um, and make it out like I'm not about what I say I'm about. Oh, she's not really an activist. She's not really this. She's not really that. And I just let it slide. I didn't, I didn't say anything. I didn't counter it. Nothing. So when I saw that the whole timeline, different women, different women, mm. different women were coming forward and saying all of this and saying, oh, I should have spoken out sooner. I didn't even write anything. I could have easily written a blow by blow of what he'd done, done to me. But I just kept quiet and said, I retweeted a couple of people because I was like, this is your time. Because he didn't really affect me that deeply, yeah. but he really broke so many of you. Yeah. So here, I will just repost what you're saying. Yeah. And that's what I feel like in this situation. I'm sure in many regards, those women said to him, what you're doing is not right. It's not cool. And he would try and gaslight them using, again, a lot of these men are learning words to absolve themselves of accountability when they've moved mad in a particular situation or money right or, or money. money yeah it's money sometimes it's just money easy to just silence people yeah they know they're doing wrong oh just take this and and go go and some people's lives they just prefer to have the money and keep quiet yeah, and just yeah, ignore yeah. certain stuff it's yeah. only when they get to a better stage in life where they're not being controlled by money or anything like that then they'll be like oh then be feel more open to speak up yes but if you're under a life where you'll be controlled by money or you're controlled by like what someone can just say to you yeah then, you know what I mean? There will be never no speaking up. This is why we keep hearing things coming out years after it's happening. And it's going to come out. And I just yeah. think like, clear out your closet. Because 2024, regardless of whether you're a celebrity or otherwise, I think like 2024, we're going to see from then onwards for the next 20 years, a major de decline in celebrity culture because people are going to realise how fucking ridiculous it is to have celebrities in the way that we have them. They don't do anything. They're not they don't gods. Wanna, right. And they don't <laughs> want to speak up for nothing when you need them to. So fuck off then. Yeah. Right. But not only that, other people who have been doing shady shit and, and not taking accountability, the accountability will be placed on your lap when you get to that point. It's only like Michael, Michael Jackson, that I feel like he's, has, got, away. he's got away. Yeah, and because... I don't feel any way I believe what people have said yeah, about I him. I believe it was Because how can you be saying like, oh, believe women, believe women, believe women. And then these boys, like what, what, what excuse is there ever for an old man, an, old, an older man like that to a grown man to be around little boys and then have them sleeping in, in your bed. bed and then you're paying off the parents and stuff like that to let them sleep in the bed he paid off there was one um family of um of a little child that yeah. sued him and he just quickly paid and got that done with as well he didn't want no more of that but yeah michael's the only person as well but they've been starting with people like michael they've been trying yeah, to get yeah, michael yeah, from yeah, early but, then it just shows how but he was too much of a god yes. to everyone that it just got ignored and even after his death they've still come out with stuff and they're saying well i don't know you're like and then people dispute it and yeah. then my thing is like the most like usually the most straightforward um proper proper like thinking people when you bring up michael jackson that is where they draw the line mm -hmm. like they they will refuse to see that there is an issue there 100%. as well but me i'll call them all out r kelly <laughs> all of them i don't care what music they gave us there, there's an issue there. Yeah, you lot did some sick things. Yeah, pardon you know me. I, mean? so, I know some people say they can separate the music from the person or whatever, but it's difficult. You know yeah, what I mean? for Especially me what they've been... What they've been doing. Do I want to separate the music, music from, from, from the person? No, no. I was literally talking about it on last week's episode that there's this course that people go on and they're recommending to other people. Um, uh, and the guy who founded the course, um, he raped his daughters and and... And then I'm like, whether he's, whether you're like, oh, but 
this course changed my life. Regardless of what he was accused of doing in the 90s and the noughties, this course changed my life. It actually didn't. It gave you faulty foundation because the person who created it is a despicable human being. So there's nothing that can be built upon that that will ever be sturdy. When an upheaval comes in your life, it's going to take everything up and throw everything up in the air because the you foundation... kids. Right. Oh, Jesus. It's so, so who wants to learn a course yeah, from, from something someone like, like that? that? Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> Oh, so no, it's all mad. But we can understand maybe you've got your help or whatever, but I don't even know what help you. I, I don't think he has. He yeah. transferred the company to his brother and sister's name, and then like yes. I kept it moving. But I, I, if I knew that that was what the founder had done, I don't want any yeah, parts. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. I, I don't want to do that course. I don't want to know. Of course not. Um. So that's that. But um. Anyway, so that's for so you mad, Russell. If you really want this sorted out with Kamora, come back to the UK. Uh, come back to the US. <laughs> Go to the US, speak to a police officer. They're, they're already waiting for you. So, yeah. so. so, you know what I mean? You have that ready for you. Then you can bring up whatever else yeah, you need to bring up. There's a room that they want you to go into <laughs> to have this conversation. Go into that room. Go into Face it. Face the music, mate. Um, and then finally, for Straw of the Week, aka Suck Your Mum, mm-hmm. I want to say a massive Suck Your Mum to the UK government as the and the US government for voting against the ceasefire in Palestine. Like, it will never, ever be well with you. And also, because you see some economic gains for where Netanyahu wants to build this corridor and create the new Middle East so he can get all, you know, to, to, to basically for commerce. You're, you're, you're committing genocide for the sake of commerce. But actually, historically speaking, that has been the reason for all genocide. Mm-hmm. It's always been about commerce therefore capitalism is poison it's poison it's the devil so that's by the by um but you know free palestine and i said it i said it in my tweets and i'll say it again the countries now that are denying um you that are trying to eradicate palestine in about 20 years you will be the one spoken about in a past tense and now slowly slowly things are making sense because if some of you remember when i've been saying in the tarot readings a lot of us in the uk we have to think about where we're going after this because something is about to go down and we need to get out those of us who have sense we need to get out before it's too late because you can't keep playing the clown and not have somebody at some point squeeze that red nose. 100%. All right. So just letting you know. Um, and apart from that, I saw a video where a school teacher punched a student. Like those, the dad came to the school to be like, let me even see if I can play. The dad came to the school and confronted. I imagine it was the head teacher. UK. UK, yeah. Okay. Um, let me see if I can bring it up. Um, conf- uh, confronted them. I think, yeah, I've got the volume up on there so i'll see if i can actually um play before it. we watched all of this but yeah. growing up i always wanted one of my parents to come in and kick one of my teachers houses i'm sorry <laughs> i know it's not you know what i mean but i don't i ain't watch what i'm just saying but growing up i always said oh, someone should just come in and like, just deal, deal with, with you but my oh, history so teacher you, especially because they just like to move Ms. mad damn miss partridge i just <laughs> i can't forget like, why are you like this you know what i mean that one day, I just hope my mum would just come in there and just whack your face, man. Honestly, because it's getting too much. They get away with murder. But yeah, sorry. I just had to. <laughs> but hopefully this is. No, this is no, this is like wild. Because you, how can you punch a, a, a student or a, a pupil several times? Oh, the teacher punched the student. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Punched the, stu- um, the pupil several times and then wasn't suspended. What? So- I, saw a, I saw a teacher 
on the trip and she, a white you woman might. she slapped a black girl in the face on the trip oh people sent me that yeah, yeah, yeah. hey you might need to use this to hear it because i've already heard it so let me see if i can play it here you go it says here my 10 year um, old nephew was punched by his primary school teacher in a playground is it playing no i'm gonna hear it hold on let me turn it up i'm assured you are well the police are dealing with you on the 10th of November was assaulted by Tracy. What, no, what was assaulted? What was assaulted? He was punched. And I'm sure you are aware of it. The police are dealing with you, but I'm not happy that Tracy is still coming to the school. From what I gathered. So did she don't say the so the teacher that punched your son is still in the school. The teacher was here at a point which was supposed to be taken off. No. It's not appropriate to discuss. Not a matter with you. No, because your son was what suspended. What to my son being assaulted, and at the same time, a suspension letter was handed to him. Is that appropriate? Sir, it's not appropriate for me to discuss. What happened to my son? It's appropriate. It's appropriate. What happened to my son? But she's still here. She's still in the school. What happened to my son? Why would uh, don't I have uh, don't I have? I'm not with yeah, she's not being in the school. As long as there's any sort of assault allegations being made, especially on a child. Someone punched his son. Someone punched his son. Someone has punched his son. You have to take him to A and E. And you have a on that same day. Are you? Are you? Someone punched her son. His son in the school. You don't have right to tell me. Yeah. No. You can call the police if you want. This is a public space. I have right to do what I'm doing. I have right to do what I'm doing. In the interest of the public, this is the interest in the interest of the public. You can call the police if you want to call No, because we need to let people know that children are coming to school and being punched by teachers. How? She's still here. For three weeks, his children. No, and the thing is, I'm sorry, she would not have seen three weeks. She would not have seen three weeks. And so this was posted by Victoria Azubuke. And um, she says, I can't believe I'm even writing this. My 10-year-old nephew was punched multiple times by his teacher, Tracy, at Christ the King School in Islington. Um, the 10-year-old had to go to A&E immediately after reporting severe pains across his chest and back areas. They initially suspected the 10-year-old without um, investigation until one of the supply teachers who was on duty and in the playground reported the incident. Um, I think she meant to write suspended. They initially suspended the 10-year-old without investigation until one of the supply teachers who was on duty and in the playground reported the incident and shared his own version, confirmed the exact version of the 10-year-old. And that's another thing where people aren't believing children. Mm, exactly. Just thinking that they're making it up. Yeah, and, uh... and it's... Um, which was when the school took the necessary action to remove the suspension while several children went home to tell their parents the exact same version of what they had seen and the parents who knew my auntie personally contacted her immediately. For the last three weeks, um, um, three of her children who attended the school have been at home whilst she has, has been looking for a new school, whilst the teacher is still on the school premises and no answers have been given to the family. The three children who once all went to the same school have now been divided with two going to one school and one going to another primary school, making unnecessary and difficult school runs for my auntie. Um, we're calling for answers from Ofsted, Mayor of London and Met Police, every authority who cares for the safety of children for immediate answers. No child should ever experience something like this in their childhood. The woman we're speaking of, the, the woman we are speaking to, so that's the woman in the video, is yeah. the head teacher, Ms. Lane, who has 
provided no emotional support for the family and was the one who issued the suspension for the child and then later on removed it after evidence was found that the teacher punched the child. Um, the lies that were told to pin the attack on my nephew who was punched by his teacher, the teacher did not only first physically assault him, but then twisted the story to say he was the one who attacked her whilst he was crying with none of his parents being called in. Um, wow. But now it's been covered by the news. Now it's been now it's covered the, by news. Now it's in the news. Now it's in the public domain. Yeah. Again, when you don't deal with something in private, <laughs> one day you'll deal with it in public. It but I just think it's wide. And this is what we're talking about, how black children are treated in school. Because I like you're punching a child. And then immediately, because that child is a black boy, it's like, oh, well, he couldn't possibly mm -hmm. yeah. be the victim mm -hmm. in this. So he's yeah. the one that punched me. Yeah, or, yeah. You know and what then, mean? and like, you know that people will believe, believe it because it, of yeah. the things that they believe we, about black boys. Exactly. It's what the media puts out about black kids yeah. and black, black people. Like, yeah, he's a young, aggressive boy. <laughs> so Miss Lane and Tracy from that school, you can suck out for an eternity. Honestly. And you're lucky that it wasn't me that rolled up in that school. Honestly. Because the, the punches, as you punch, so shall you be punched. <laughs> yeah? What goes around surely comes back around, uh. right? With a roundhouse kick. Something would have to be being done because that's ridiculous. You can suck out. And all school systems, like, you need to listen to children more. And I'm glad that the supply teacher spoke up. I'm glad that other students, um, other children spoke up as well. Because imagine if no one was around, then it would just be the teacher's version that's be believed 100%. and as as a, um, a head teacher you didn't even ask you didn't even ask like oh what happened immediately you just suspended the child. the child straight away no you shouldn't be a head teacher anymore no children should be in your pastoral care get out everybody like both of you get out mm -hmm. and Ofsted do what you need to do because no, I don't even like Ofsted so fuck you as well <laughs> um, but yeah that's pretty much it for this week's episode I'm really glad you came on see I'm glad I enjoyed it see <laughs> I enjoyed it but prepare for the comeback, I'm telling you. Because honestly. Come back with a trim. Honestly, you're coming back well. But yeah, this was fun. Now, people um, keep saying that you look like Damson Idris. I kind of see it in the in the screen. You now. went to my school, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we went to Wolf together. I didn't even, no one ever compared us in school together. Like, only now I've heard it. But yeah. Wow. I don't, I don't even see it. Maybe it's our nose. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that could be the only thing. <laughs> But he's a great talent from school, that guy. I could tell. I always thought he was going to be, um, what's that guy from Rush Hour, Chris Tucker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always felt like he was going to be like him That's because kind of that was what he kind of impersonated yeah. in school. He used to dance like Michael Jackson. He was wow. just so, yeah, and I'm proud to see how he's got. So I don't mind. Keep comparing me to him. <laughs> now put his money in my account. account yeah, let me start receiving some of it, you know what I mean? You want to compare me? Compare me well. <laughs> Please. But yeah. But well, it's been sick having you on. This is nice. fun. So maybe fun. the next time we'll get Sadiq to come Have back seen, on. Yeah. He will um, give us more energy. No, I think we've got energy. Yeah. I feel like now he'll just be patterning everybody. Oh no, this is how you do it because I've already been on the podcast. Yeah, 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 so yeah. this is how. <laughs> this is how you should say it. All right, calm down. <laughs> that's definitely him. You're right. <laughs> but that's that. Thank you all so much for listening to yeah. another week of SYM. I've been Kaleshi Okafor. I'm Dapo. And you have been listening to SYM, <laughs> officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right, suck your mom. Anyways, thank you. Like I said, you can go and get your tarot readings, get your gift card now from the website. And everybody else, please just look after yourselves. We're all, like I keep saying, on a path 
of learning and of growing, but please make sure that you are in fact learning and you are in fact growing. All yeah. right. Because one day, if the wind should blow up your your trouser or your skirt, let your nyash be clean. Okay. Honestly. <laughs> well, that's it anyway. I'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. It's the Ben's Punani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Keep it sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sippy, yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind